It's Thursday night. You know what that means. Russell Pierce is live here Thursday, October 20th, 2022. Uh, guys, it's the 50th episode. We've uh, we've made it a 50. We've, uh, you know, we passed the pilot. The sponsors are happy. The network is happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're, we're looking at a, at a TV extension coming soon, hopefully. Fingers crossed. I think we should all pat ourselves on the back for the great work we've done on this channel to make it to 50 episodes. And uh, here's to 50 more. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, but yeah, this is Russell Pierce podcast Thursday night. I'm Hollywood Hangman Adam Pierce, your host today with Monty back at it, Manny wearing another new mask, and Charlie who's back at it again. And it's Charlie's, uh, depending on time zones, birthday or her birthday just passed. Nope, you know? we're still in my birthday. Just it's about. still her birthday. Look at that. We've got yeah. five minutes. So for the next yeah. five minutes, everyone wish Charlie a happy birthday. Yeah. Let's get um, happy birthdays like, in the chat yeah, for Charlie. Happy yeah, birthdays, likes, subscriptions, super yeah, chats, yes. birthdays. Super chats. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you want to drop the super chats for the birthday. I was going to say, yeah, for the birthday girl, let's get some super chats. Maybe get her to, you know, get her a gift or something. Um, Most of you guys are American, so it will still be my birthday. It'll still be, yeah, yeah. And so you have to celebrate Charlie's birthday properly. Oh, um, the chat just refreshed. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. Throw them up, Monty. Yeah, yeah. I'm not looking at yeah, the chat. We, get, we, we got you look at the chat then. <laughs> you can see the challenge. Happy birthday, Charlie. Happy birthday. Thank you. Is her happy birthday, Charlie? Oh, is her. Thank you. And oh, my God. Look at all this. Look at all this. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Awesome. Oh, we Thanks, get a lot of birthday love, you know? Could you, could you imagine, my, Monty, could you imagine on mine where we do this and it's just, it's just, oh, birthday bro. <laughs> it's going to be so many tomorrow. It's like, it's his birthday to me. Oh. Yeah, it'll be fun, you know? Yeah, oh, Jamie. Jamie, rest of your wow. wow. own. Um, our own prodigy. Yeah, Russell Pierce 2.0. Appreciate it. Jamie, thank you, sir. We're going to set up the Performance Center podcast soon. Uh, I, I can't <laughs> wait for that. I'm actually really excited for that. I want to <laughs> I want to throw in all people that have never appeared <laughs> on the podcast. Nick, thanks, guys. Who can, who can we, like, throw into this? You know, um, you know, you know what I'm going to do, Monty? Project. I might, I might <laughs> do it after this pod. I might do a recruitment space. <laughs> We do tryouts, we whittle it down to like six of them, and then and then that's gonna be the people of the pod. I might unironically do this. Me and AO look the judge. Alfred Konu Wa, five dollars. As I'm gonna do it in his voice. As fit no, I'm not doing that. Um, as 51% owner of Wrestle Period. That's I'm not saying, that's not true. Yeah, <laughs> I want to say happy birthday, Charlie, on behalf of the Russell Pierce fam. Uh, Mr. 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 Kunawa, thank you for the donation. KW backup game support. Yeah, really. I'm gonna go cave mode. <laughs> Space recruitment. No, yeah, honestly, that's what that's what we're doing tonight. If ALC is gonna be so funny, we'll be the fucking judges. Mm. <laughs> and I'm gonna say 30 Cut seconds. A promo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're gonna pull a regal. We're gonna pull a regal. <laughs> we pull him in the room and say, 60 seconds, give, make, make, give me a reason. <laughs> Why we should... I don't know if you want to do that. You might create your own uh, super villain. If we find an MJF, um, Monty, um, did AO tell you, like, did, did he say like he was completely gone for the day, or did, did he give any indication of that? Uh, he just said he, said he wouldn't be able to make it tonight, but he'll be on Umpurist tomorrow. So Right, right. All right, I, yeah, I'll, I'll check in with him because, yeah, if, if he's available tonight, I kind of want to do that space. That sounds like really funny. That'd be really um, fucking funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, man, it's it's a light it's a light day-to-day and a light week in general, which is uh, rare, you know, Monty, because in the world of wrestling in 2022, it seems like things are moving a mile a minute. There's stuff going on all the time. Well, 
It's not really been the lightest week. It's just it's been the lightest day. And normally we do this straight off the back of Dynamite, like the very next day. And mm. there's been the day in between. That day has been kind of quiet. So yeah, it, it's you know. it's like weird. What? <coughs> oh, Wednesday, Wednesday without Dynamite actually really did feel kind of like weird and empty. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it, it it just felt really weird and empty. Yeah. Part of me almost wanted like if I was able to, obviously I, I can because I was at work. But part of me almost wanted to do the stream during the dynamite time slot, you know, and see, see if like all the people who just kind of want to watch something wrestling related would tune in, you know? Yeah. That would, that probably would have worked, right? But you know, you're a coward. So. <laughs> all right. <laughs> look, 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 look at me working a, a real job, right? Yeah. Um, Who needs but, yeah, but yeah, you know, it's Charlie's birthday. I'm here. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm free today. Uh, I had a nice little afternoon. I, I cleaned my room and I played a, an old Monday cut beers podcast while, while listening, you know, and doing stuff. Uh, Monty's good face day. It's a smooth listen, you know. Just hearing Joe and me talking about Bray Wyatt while I, <laughs> it, it's good stuff, you know. What a way to bro, bro. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's good, man. It's smooth listen, <laughs> listening to me talk. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just listening to myself. Bro, no, loves you know, himself. I, I, no, I can't lie. No, actually, to be honest with you, like, you know, to pull the curtain back a little bit. Um, I don't love listening back to myself in general that much, right? And and when I listen to the podcast, it's kind of usually like uh, when I when I hear myself talk. Um, but for whatever reason, my something about my microphone setup that time there was a, a beautiful combination where uh, I just sounded really rich and smooth, you know. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, <Right>. Manny, <laughs> Manny, what's new, man? What's going on with you, man? What, what mask are you repping today? Oh, Blue Panther, the second nice. best wrestler of all time, mm-hmm. uh, yes. behind Nigel. And uh, why is why is Blue Panther one of the one of the twelve best North American wrestlers of the last oh. forty years, Mont, uh, Manny? Oh my God, because he inspired Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, man. If you if you go back and watch his <laughs> matches, man, he was just fucking incredible, man. Incredible. Talk. Tell us about it, man. Talk. Talk, talk to me about Blue Panther. Like the way that he's able to just like combine like combine moves and just like the way he just makes like technical wrestling just seem so smooth. That mm-hmm. was like really his style. And then when he would uh go into strike exchanges, he would actually like blast dudes and stuff like that. But like <laughs> he was just so awesome, man. Just like in the way that he was just able to wrestle anybody and like just the littlest things that you would see him just work a limb mm-hmm. in different ways and pull different body parts, like he was in in a lot of the matches I've been watching because the whole deep dive I was doing was uh, for El Hijo de Santo in Octagon. Yeah. But Blue Panther was always like the Rudo. He was a bad guy on the opposite team, but mm-hmm. he ended up just like standing out more than those other guys did in every match he was in. He's a really good wrestler. He wasn't even in the matches the whole time. Maybe if if the match was like thirty, because most of the matches I watched were like thirty plus minutes, mm-hmm. and he was probably in it only like five or six minutes most of the time. But he'd be the highlight of the match. Yeah, he'd be the highlight of the whole match. You know what's funny, Monty? Um, the day of Triple Mania, uh, Alexia tweeted that, like, you know, American wrestlers have the most boring names compared to, like, wrestlers in Mexico and stuff. And it, it's so true. If you want a cage match and look up, like, it, it, it applies to modern day, but even in the past, if you go back to, like, a Triple A AAA card from, like, 94, and, and, like, I was looking at one the other day, I just love the names, bro. There's a guy named Love Machine. Like, what the, like, what, what the fuck? His name is Love Machine. That's yeah, awesome. That's a, you know? That's our he part, had a really yeah. good match against Blue Panther. Yeah. There's there's a wrestler named Blue Demon like that's that's awesome. Um, what about this? I always A Steel versus Bobby Fish gonna oh. go crazy in impact. Oh man! Thank you so much I for know. the super chat, JC. What's up? What's up, man? Like the one feud you want to go look into is uh, 
if you look at Voices of Wrestling's, I think YouTube channel, they actually have like the whole playlist of it. It's Blue Panther versus R Bar. They have the yeah. whole feud in matches under their thing. R Bar is like real controversial. I don't really want to get into it, but uh, those matches are rare. Like you can just see, and the matches are good because you can see uh, R Bar is like um, transition into being a horrible, like a bad wrestler. Into being a good wrestler by the end of the feud oh, because by the end I think of the feud, transition was, into being a bad wrestler. I was like, no, oh like, my god, he was really bad. Like, he wasn't bad, but he was like the in ring wasn't there, but he was like just like an up. incredible heel. There was and, a like oh, he did a in the first match, they did like a mask versus a mask match, and it was funny because uh, Blue Panther was the heel and Art Bar was the face, mm-hmm. and he was just so beloved by the Mexican people. He did and he got DQ'd in the match because. He did a power driver on uh, Blue Panther, and th- those are illegal in Mexico. And when he yeah. did it, uh, people started booing him because they thought he he knew what he was doing. And oh, he was telling the ref, he was telling the ref, "You no sabe, you no sabe, uh, español." <laughs> Just oh, like shit. Hi, Alexia. How you doing, Alexia? I didn't know Alexia was going to be on today. Yeah, well, she's here. Happy Surprise birthday. birthday. Yeah, it's my birthday. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't hear, hear her. Yeah, she's, she's talking like she's making no noise, but she's, she's know, miming. She's here. Happy birthday, Charlie. <laughs> you know, Lexia, talk. Say something. Say something. Say something. No, we don't got you. We, we can't hear you. Check, check your settings. <laughs> check your settings. No. Yeah, no, we still can't hear you. Yeah, if you try your settings, go into your audio. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure me, me, it out. For me, no, I just gotta leave. I this happens to me every time I go and I, I check my settings, and usually the audio inputs are usually configured to something yeah. different on your computer. Uh, yeah. What well, birthday and, present she joined? Yeah, and she left. <laughs> talking in mute. Um, yeah. uh, what did I want to? What did I want to say? Yeah, man. No, nah, no. Nah, listen, Panthers awesome. Triple A yeah. was super fun. Monty, if you were to go back to like, I want to say 94, 93, um, they were pretty much one of the best uh, promotions in the world. And it's like unreal how over Conan was. <laughs> like, like Conan yeah, was like big a star, bro. fucking god there. Yeah, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. Conan has one of the worst mask matches of mask versus mask matches I've ever seen. <laughs> Doesn't matter, brother. Doesn't <laughs> yeah, that, matter. That's the thing with mask versus mask matches, bro. Like, sometimes they're just like, I think his match. Was, I think his match was eight minutes, and they just had like a brawl. Yeah, and the brawl was so bad. It's all like you just, slow you just tell safe. like you could just tell Conan was just like out of shape or blow. He was he was like blown up in the first like five minutes because I've heard Conan was a good luchador, and I haven't really seen most of his matches. The only match I've seen was that mask versus mask. Oh, that's unfortunate. And he just <laughs> in, the, in eight minutes he got blown up and lost. Lexi, take two. Talk to us. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah here we go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh yeah, happy birthday! Thank you. It's still uh, your birthday here for the next yeah. six hours. So six. Hours. <laughs> yeah. You guys should try to do the combination arts since you, your 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 screen oh, are like. Oh wait, is it? Yeah. Is it? Wait. Too far apart. It don't. It don't <laughs> look right. <laughs> <more. laughs> <laughs> hey, but close enough. Close. Charles is a little smaller. But Charlie. That's Just, fine. <laughs> Listen, I have had a few very legal drinks. Let's pull it that's, out. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, yeah, uh, I, I was gonna say, um, you know, Conan was awesome. Sometimes, Monty, when I'm really bored, I go on Billy Billy, not Peacock, Billy Billy, because, um, when I want to like go through like an old WCW Nitro, um, on Peacock, it has all the dub music and like it's edited and like lame, right? 
you on Billy Billy on a playlist, it gives you the exact TV rip where you can see the TNT logo on the corner of the screen and it has the 90s commercials. So it literally feels like you're taken back to like 98, right? Those so, Peacock have its own. There's have you ever have you ever like watched like an old show on those things? You see the, the edits are different on the network and Peacock, I believe. Really? So um yeah. no, I think they're still edited on the network, but it's like not as bad. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Peacock, um, like so the network they edit out music, right? On Peacock, they it's the music is edited also, but they also edit out anything that they deem like um, you know, inappropriate or something like that, you know. <clears throat> so like a lot of like, for example, late nineties wrestling, the show is gonna be dramatically altered if you watch it on, on Peacock. Uh but the point I was making is when I watch again, like, I'll like just randomly for comfort, like watch an old night show on Billy Billy, like I'll skim through it, right? And um one of the things that always pops me is just like the energy of Conan. He'll just come out and do the orale, arriba la raza stuff. And he has the hoop earring and just the energy is just the swagger is just different, man. I love that dude. Um, so, yeah, what's up, Manny? The one thing I want to say about since the, my last few matches I was watching was with uh, Santo yeah. versus uh, Eddie and Bar. <laughs> so, like, every time you would come out, Santo would come out, he had this theme song where children were the choir and they were singing his song. And it was just so epic, and he would have firework and sparklers come down with the, like a woman on his arm, like that. Dream, <laughs> and then he said that he was the icon of the children, and then just like coming to the ring, it was so epic. And then like once he got to the ring, he would just be like the commentator there, the announcer would be like, "He is El Santo, the icon of the the icon for the children, the man that cannot wrestle Eddie Guer- Eddie Guerrero, and the man that will send Art Bar back to the United States, El <laughs> Santo." And then I just, the crowd will go nuts for him. I just love the pageantry of old wrestling and how, like, over the top everything is, you know. Um, I, I'll bring it up a little bit when you come to talk about the production of Dynamite today because uh, oh. there were some notable. Le Champion, $4.99, had some extra money, so I decided to give it to my favorite territory. Also, awesome. happy birthday to Charlie. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank source. you so Appreciate much. Yeah. Um, Dev to those $2, this is cinema. What was he referring to? I don't know what he's referring to, but we'll the rest of Chris podcast. Oh, I, uh, I'm going to say it's Alexia not having uh, like audio. Yeah, yeah. yeah probably be. Young Dender. Yeah, I know a lot of weight fellas. Queen Reho is back. She's back. True. I, I was going to say, um, you know, the JAS are a bit of a throwback act in, in the sense that, like, uh, in the segments, like they have all like they have like a zillion members in the ring, right? And like yeah. two just gorgeous women yeah. just standing there just to just to be there, and it's like. It's super reminiscent of just like the old days too in that regard too because like uh when i was like skimming through some stuff with like eddie guerrero like when he was in the filthy animal stable like tori wilson was just in the stable and it's like what did she add like nothing really but she was there for vibes you know and uh, <laughs> why not you know she's just there to vibe and yeah, yeah like she's yeah like she li- it was literally like eddie guerrero ray mysterio conan and then billy kidman the one white guy is just hanging there and then tori's just like just standing there and like would occasionally just like whisper something to Billy, like who's like it's just like why I don't know, but she's she's vibing. <laughs> why not? Um, uh, yeah. What did I want to say though? Um, ba, 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 ba. My, uh, Manny mentioned Art Bar, and that took my mind to Eddie Guerrero, his partner, because Monty, <laughs> I have been watching a lot of Eddie Guerrero. Um, just just watching so his name. What's up? What do you say, Manny? How do you spell Eddie's name? <laughs> Oh, are you are you testing me here? E D D Y. Yeah, that's the, gets mad that's when the, people spell that's it the mark spelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the yeah. official way that everyone spells it with that, the I. Yeah, that, 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 that's how we sent his, um, that's how we used to send letters to him, you know. Alex, we, thank you so much for the $5 super chat. Pop. Yeah, no, no, I've been watching a lot of Eddie. Thank you, like, Alex. I, I just, I, every every phase of his career, like this, there's, there's just so much there to just enjoy. You know, he was like a super worker at the beginning and uh, watching him fresh out of Mexico wrestling Too Cold Scorpio. I, I just watched that yesterday. His ECW match against Too Cold where he won the television championship. It's like still sensational. And um, I, I think it's a testament to certain people when you watch a match, right? And it's, that was what, 27 years ago? And like in terms of the moves and the style and stuff like that, it's really not particularly far off in any way from like a match you'd see now, which like means that like when it happened, it must have literally blown people's minds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Like so. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah no, no. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, Manny. I don't want to give too much credit to like again our bar, but like if you watch Eddie yeah. before he teamed up with him, mm-hmm. he was just like normal, charismatic at all. But then once he started teaming with our bar. You can just see him get the personality and him and even Eddie was riling up people in the crowd and people were just throwing drinks at him or like oh, throwing the finger at him and calling him like a traitor for representing the U.S. because that's when he started wearing the U.S. gear. Rob, $2 to like, chat for Charles' birthday. Manny, the funny thing about Eddie, that's the thing about him. Like he's one of the most charismatic wrestlers we've ever seen, right? And it's like he's one of those guys who um, he really had to find it, you know? Like you, you, you look mm-hmm. at him in 95 and he's just – He's just this Mexican man who's really good at wrestling, you know? And then, like, out of nowhere, like, two years later, he has mad sauce. And then slowly, slowly, he just turns into, like, literally the man in the business. Uh, and, and that's kind of what happens a lot. Like, um, a lot of the really charismatic people in the history of the business, like, they were not that way at the beginning, you know? Uh, very rarely is it the other way around. And MJF, honestly, to me, is, like, a rarity in that he had so much charisma and mic ability, um, like, pretty, pretty much from Rip. Like, like I, I saw him in MLW in, what, 2018? And I was like, man, this guy's like, what a personality, you know? Um, so it just kind of works out that way sometimes. Um, in general, what's what's new, Alexia? Like, talk to me. Like, what you been up to? Wait, I have to make sure I unmute myself. All right. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I've just been doing just work. Mm-hmm. Whatever. What, uh, what, what, what wrestling have you been watching? Uh, hmm. <laughs> we've been watching wrestling together we yeah. have we've um, charlie and i have been on discord watching re- yeah. uh, quite a few wrestling matches talk to me um charlie do you, you want to tell <laughs> which one you've uh, been watching? we were binging um titus alexander matches the other night because we're just catching up on some of his indie stuff. What did we watch? We watched him versus Nick Wayne, him versus Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay. And then I watched him and Leo Rush the other day. Yes, I've also seen that one. And then... um, Um, What is Real Awesome wearing an Eddie Guerrero (laughs) t-shirt? Oh, let me see. Let me see. I want to see. Try to match. Please tell me some Scarface one. Snake. Love that. The classy. Yeah, but we've just been watching a lot of that. Um, yeah. Finally, uh, Charlie and I rewatched Aussie Open and FTR. Oh. Awesome match. Yeah. Awesome match, and then Tremendous match. Great. Aussie Open match. was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great match. FTR From Aussie Open. Amazing, FTR did an amazing job wrestling Aussie Open. Mm. Aussie Open did an incredible job in that match. Um, Yeah, we were also watching. Yes, Uh, we watched some DCW stuff as well. 
don't that's unfortunate shout don't shout at us chat yeah. please <laughs> it's my birthday don't do it um <laughs> yeah just been just... catching up some stuff yeah. We caught uh oh my God. I'm joined by Pina. Yeah. Hi, hey. Pina. Hi. Pina, I'm coming to save you. Hi. Yes. <laughs> I'm get you out of there. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, go upstairs now. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, no, that's that's good to hear. Listen, that's the thing. Uh, on, on a light week like this, and, and it, I don't know, it just feels like a light week to me. Um, it just feels like there's more space to just like catch up on stuff, which is what like I've been doing, and it seems like everyone's mm. been doing. Um, Tuesday was pretty chaotic, you know. A little bit, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It was. I um, I saw people. I saw some people saying they're gonna like, like including you, Monty. Say they're gonna dual screen NXT and AEW, and like that's it. It's impossible to focus on anything when you try to do that. You know, like I've tr I've tried doing that before, and it's just like impossible. Um, you got you got to dip in and out at the times when it matters. So it's like you do the double screen, so you know what's going on exactly on both shows. So you can be selective with what match you want to watch, etc. But uh, there was too many like clashes, if that makes sense, of the stuff I wanted to watch. So I ended up just mm. watching Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it was. It was a great show. It was. It was a great show too. Like, um, so I, I can see that. Mazi, Israel wanted to ask and wanted you to talk about uh, Mustafa Ali in general on Raw. Like, what did you what did you think of his his outing on Raw? For she don't want she don't want to know what I think of Mustafa Ali. <laughs> really? She, um, for context, uh, for anyone who. Uh, so the thing about the thing about Ali on Raw was um, Rollins came out and cut a promo. His first promo as the United States Champion, and uh, Mustafa interrupted him, and he basically was like, "Hey, listen, I know Bobby Lashley told me that I was going to get the next shot at the title, and you're the champion now, so I expect it from you, basically." And uh, you know, he kind of went up to his face and stuff, and he's rocking the you know this, this yellow shirt, and the, he has these new braids now. He's feeling himself. I want the girls' opinion. I don't think they is. I don't think they've seen it. You know. I like Mustafa. I, I've seen clips. Oh, yeah, now. I was gonna mm. say I haven't yeah. seen Raw, but I did great. This goes directly. To <laughs> the That's true. Yeah, but the, the general context was was Ali basically was like, look, you know, Thank you. he he stood up to Seth. Ah! Seth was like, hey man, you know, like like we're on different levels. You know, you're a nice guy. You're a good father. You're a good community person. Then he cut it off and he punched him in the face and he kind of beat him up around the ring and shit. Um, and at the end of the show, at the end of the show, uh, what's it called? Uh, Seth Rollins beat Matt Riddle, retained the U.S. Championship, and then As he should. <laughs> yeah. And then Mustafa Ali came out of nowhere, jumps from the barricade, and attacks Seth Rollins, beats him up, chases him out of the arena, and for the first time in his career, uh, a Monday Night Raw episode ended with Ali standing tall, like, uh, and again, he's the good guy. He chased him out of the ring, and uh, it appears the next major program is Seth Rollins and Mustafa Ali. So. Yeah, I might yeah, yeah, actually yeah. have to tune into that because I like You're an both Ali of fan? them. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I like I both like of them. So mm. yeah, I'll yeah. Catch clips. They're, yeah, they're, they're so they're doing the U.S. title program. Monty, did any of that do anything for you when you watched on Monday? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I ain't, uh, yeah, no, I'm not gonna. I don't, I don't come on here. I don't lie <laughs> to the. I don't lie to our good people. Right. Okay. Right. I, I don't do the. Uh, you know, love everybody sort of thing. Mm -hmm. This did nothing for me. Mm -hmm. It actively probably kind of, you know, I rock on, I kind of roll my eyes at it thinking like, like, <laughs> no, but it's like Seth, yeah. Okay. I'm not even the biggest Seth guy. Okay. Like, Israel, like Israel is who asked mm -hmm. the question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, 
I had, this is like two of her favorites. He's, put, he's been, he's been, put, mm-hmm. he's been putting in that this work. It's like an Israel feud. This is made mm-hmm. for her. Seth's yeah. been, put, Seth's been putting like in that work. she's going to win either yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Putting in that work, putting people over. Yeah, he's had a good year. Dropped to Cody three times in a row. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, finally gets it. He finally gets a ball to run with. You know, mm-hmm. they give it. They put a belt on him, and you think, yeah, he can. Uh, you know, he can get his teeth into something where like he can really like get himself up to like. You know, like I said, he's put a lot of people over. Seth mm-hmm. Rollins is his stock's always going to be high anyway. If it's Seth Rollins, but still mm-hmm. get some momentum going, etc. Mm-hmm. Give the guy, give this fucker fucking. <laughs> Mustafa Ali, bro, and it looks like they're doing this. They look like they're gonna do a feud with it. And God bless Mustafa Ali; it's gonna be good for him, I'd imagine. But it's like mm-hmm. when I look at that roster mm-hmm. and I think of people I'd want a feud with Seth Rollins or push Mustafa mm-hmm. Ali. Just unfortunately, isn't very. Uh... Name me three. Name me. Name me three right now. Right now. Right um, now. Raw roster. Don't look at raw roster. Who's even on the raw roster? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you should know. Any this. of them? Gable Otis Braun. Any of them? Or <laughs> <laughs> the, the all infinite, the all infinitely I, I, more I interesting than Mustafa Ali, bro. He's like he's not even that great in ring. He's like oh, boy. it's very that's very much overstated in my opinion. Um, we have, we have now, now. There's a lot of pressure now for this match because uh, here's the thing, Monty. I'll, I'll ask you this: if this if this match is really genuinely a great match. Well, you eat your words and be like, "Yo, I was wrong." <laughs> huh? No, no, he can still yeah. have good matches, bro. He had great matches with Buddy, like really, really good matches. He's got them in him. He's got like really good <laughs> matches in him. Mm-hmm. But like overall, he's you know he's pretty, he's, he's aight, you know, he's aight. He's aight. He's, uh, <laughs> he's um he's not a good promo. Um, you know, oh, he, 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 he tries hard. You know? Can I can I devil's advocate real, real quick, Monty? Because I, I was on this. I, I, I didn't. Yeah, right. I their head to head promo. I, I like for me, it was just kind of like what I was really looking for. More so, was just like I. I, for <laughs> his, like, I hope it gets over, right? I, I really hope it got over, and um, the crowd didn't do much until like they got physical. But but what I can say to their credit is at the end of the show when he chased uh, Seth out, they chanted Ali. Ali chance closed the show raw. You know. Um, so here's my thing. You, you talk about how, oh man, Seth like he has he finally has a championship and they're throwing Molly. I'd almost think that he almost invites the challenge of trying to elevate somebody in a program rather than just like work with another guy who's established. I, I think he almost I think he wants like this type of situation um, because it's probably a giant notch on his belt if he has a program with Ali and coming out of it, Mustafa Ali is now a player, like a genuine viable player. So we'll see in that regard. Um, <laughs> You know, Becky tried to do it with Liv Morgan and like Dewdrop and stuff, and the results were like very middling at best. Um, but I'd imagine the mentality is the same from from the husband here. So, are you, husband, boyfriend, are they are they married? Um, I think I think so. Is, is, is Becky so. just his baby mama? Like, what's going on there? Anyway, um, yeah, they're married. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, man, we'll just we'll just see what happens. Uh. <sighs> that was that. Mustafa Ali, best of best of luck to him. You know, you know, you know what made me way more annoyed, Monty, than that shit. Just shoehorning Elias in this U.S. title scene, like it was just like, why? Like, who asked for this? Uh, that like made me want to turn off the TV. Like, it was just like, go away. Not not that I have a problem with him as a character, but like he's standing on the outside during like the Riddle Rounds match, and it was just like, like fuck off. Like, why are you here, uh, bro? Don't this. Wait, has Elias got his beard back? Yes, he got his beard back. He's back oh. as Elias. Yeah, yeah. They they did a segment where he he's, he made his return officially. He had a concert, 
uh, Matt Riddle came out with bongo drums and he offered Ew. to he offered to perform with him uh, and said he had bongo drums and he was like, "Come on, bro, hit my bong." And <laughs> it was the very uh, wink wink. They stay the same. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "Hit my bong," and then like, it was just like, "What are we doing?" Crowd here? was into it as well, bro. That's what. Yeah, it's that, so that's what made me so mad. mad. That's what made me so mad, bro. Like, I was <laughs> I'm not it. shocked at all. Oh, speechless. Said, oh, you want to hit my bum, bro? And everyone's like, hey! <laughs> oh, bro, hit my bum. Hit my bum. I'm like, oh, Lisa. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was so angry, man. And then the raw rating came out and it was good, and I was so mad. <laughs> yeah, bro, it's like we was on the podcast on Monday saying, like, yo, if this raw's booty, then, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? We're gonna have to throw Road Dog to the we're gonna have to throw him to yeah. the wolves, bro. Like, uh, like he popped away. <laughs> oh. Um oh you know what? I'll, I'll throw in some hangers like Road Dog. Road Dog <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw a, a hanger select here. I was told that when Raw went off the air, like the team was like, yo, that show kind of sucked. And then <laughs> and, and and the thing is, they like were immediately starting to kind of veer the heat towards Road Dog in a like, yeah, you know, he's not used to the thing kind of way, right? And then the rating came out, and like oh. the energy completely switched. And they're like, "Oh man, he did such a fucking great job!" Like, "Oh man, that's, that's awesome." So it shows you how wrestling and, and, and the world wrestling entertainment is. Yeah, yeah, it's all you know. You got week by week, and mm. next it's week, cool. next week's this week. Well, yeah, next week's coming up might not be as good as the one point eight because last week's wasn't so great. You do, you don't know. It's hard to predict, but we try to predict. It's mm-hmm. it's impossible. You know? When it comes to ratings, this this week's uh, dynamite did what? What was it? Seven fifty, I believe, and uh, seven fifty, seven sixty, seven fifty. Jesus, <laughs> I don't know why I just remember the number. Yeah, like a point twenty six, and then NXT yeah. did I think uh, six eighty or something like that, and like a point eighteen. Very uh, closer than I thought, actually. Like that's way big for NXT as well. Like when you. When you yeah. talk about averages, like of course the last of the night they got the ass kicked, but that was obviously kind of expected, I'd guess. Mm. Um, even if uh, even if AEW is out of its normal time slot and day, like it's, it's still AEW, it's still right? the flagship show, you know. Um, it's, it's I, man, I'm sorry, right there, Monty. So many people were like throwing in all these caveats before we even got the rating. Like, oh, they're out of their normal time slot. They're out of their, they're this or that. You know, NXT's throwing the main roster guys. I'm like, bro, like my mindset was like, bro, AEW's gonna dominate them because, bro. It's AEW Dynamite with four championship matches. I don't give a fuck if Luke Gallows is cameoing on, on a developmental show. Like, what, <laughs> yeah. what person who likes wrestling is going to go, you know, I really want to watch John Moxley versus Hangman Page for the title. But man, <sighs> Luke Gallows is on NXT, bro. Like, it's like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so even, go, even going into it, man, even going into it, it was like, <laughs> and you, I, AEW's number was just going to be whatever it was going to be. It was just going to be some random number right, demo. Right. But the thing that was kind of interesting to me going into it was uh, NXT were obviously going to try and load up the show with main roster talent like they did. Mm-hmm. There was a main roster talent in nearly every segment on the show. That's, that's so hilarious. it was just going to be interesting to me going into it anyway to see how much that would grow NXT's audience from there normal audience and if aw dynamite would take away from their audience to see like kind of how that works or yeah um in, in, yeah in that regard they've done they perform pretty strong to be honest obviously yeah. dynamite you know that that won the night in terms of wrestling uh, mm-hmm. but 
Um, in terms of comparing it to what they usually do, NXT, you know, they didn't they didn't get embarrassed at all. So yeah, no, it, it was not an embarrassing loss. Um, what I thought was just hilariously fascinating was the quarter hours came out and it showed like what segments like each show won, and mm-hmm. Dynamite had a massive lead in, which is why it started with like like over a million viewers at the beginning. Yeah, just over a million. Just over a million, and then like mm-hmm. after the first quarter, which was like the, the Death Triangle Trios match, it kind of like went back down to like reality, which is like in the seven hundred range, and um, it kind of stayed steady. And like the quarters were very close between most shows, except for when MJF came on, like the ratings shot up for AEW, and yeah. possibly there were two parts of the show where Dynamite lost to NXT. One of them was Gallows and Anderson's match <laughs> where they beat NXT, and uh, real wrestlers. <laughs> the devil <laughs> wrestling fans are funny, bro. Like they I <laughs> say that again. Like I'm just picturing Monty, the people at home really flipping, and they're like, oh no, the good brothers on, bro. I can't. Like I gotta I gotta switch. Um yeah, they, they won that segment and then like later on freaking whatever Quincy Elliott did, I didn't I didn't see it. Uh his Zion Quinn. Zion Queen versus Quincy Elliott. I saw a clip of that. Rob had our good friend Rob had a he had some things to say about that match. What do you say? (laughs) Rob always has something. I think think he said it was the worst worst match of the year. I believe it. I've not seen it, man. So Zion Quinn, for those who don't like the dude's basically a glorified male model who was hired because he's like big and handsome. Um, and the hope was like, okay, well, hopefully he just learns how to wrestle and then we just push him and make him a big star. And literally the reason why you don't hear about him more in NXT is because he's that bad. Um, like he's a really, really, really terrible wrestler. And they're kind of just holding on to hope that he, he catches on. And uh, to this point, he has not. Um, yeah, you, so, can see in the, you can see in the booking as well, but you can tell that they're hoping he catches on eventually because they're not doing anything crazy with him, but they're just keeping him around, like yeah, hoping. Like, he's always getting matches here and there, and you know, yeah. they're, they're just hoping that they can wait out on him. But I don't think it's going to come, unfortunately. You know, Charlie, who, Charlie, who's the most handsome man that's like an incredible worker in wrestling? Oh my god, that's a question. Why am I being asked this? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just asking. I, I'll throw it to Lexi then if she if you don't have an answer right away. Like, <laughs> hmm. Someone said is Manny okay? Manny. <laughs> you yeah, no, come, come back to this later. Come back. Sure. Because the, the answer is Max Harwood, by the way. Um, no, no, I was just for a crazy. True. I just found if a crazy match. I was just I was just amazed by it. Man is Mark Davis. Shout out to Mark Davis. Shout out to Mark Davis. Shout out to Dax Harwood. It's carrying on no. Eric in a triple A match. Oh, oh God bless. Speaking of Carrie Von Eric. You're gonna have to send me the link because yeah, I, no. I love me some Von Eric, you know. That I'll get I'll get the uh well the critics and the uh historical nerds who love work right and stuff <laughs> might not be the biggest Von Eric fans, but they're just partner, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um speaking of Von Eric. Before before we get any further, we yeah. haven't said to like and share the video and subscribe. Yeah, Lord, we got hundred. We got like hundred and fifty people. We got like hundred and fifty really? people yeah. in here right now. Like... So everyone, make sure that you like, subscribe. If you're feeling generous, send a super chat. That's uh, that's always appreciated. But importantly, make sure you like the video. Yes. If you're not subscribed, why are you subscribe. here? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Leave a comment after you know we I... 
don't we're not live anymore yeah exactly monty you know what i love about the thursday pod like we got to work less hard to just draw a house it's almost like we've gotten to a point where the thursday pod just it almost like has like people just know the Thursday pod is the Thursday pod, you know. Tradition, brother. You know. Yeah, it's like Monday night rule, Thursday night pod. You know. Yeah, it's so like I feel like every day it was a C Malone match. Same thing, you know. Von Eric's in Mexico. Pop. Exactly. We need more of it. Get Kevin back. Monty, I feel like on Mondays and other days we kind of had to like twerk for the viewers and shit, you know, to bring them in. And on Mondays, like, honestly, bro, look, I know we said it on Monday, just gone, but I, I don't care. Like, Monday, I'm just, <laughs> Monday, Monday is just where I show up. Yeah, it was like Monday, over 100 Monday, people in the yeah, Monday's there to just vibe. Um, I was gonna say, though, speaking of Von Eric, man, um, I watched a couple other matches from Royal Quest. And Monty, did you see Shota Umino versus uh, uh, Will Ospreay? I did not. Go back. If you if you watch it's not even, it goes beyond the match because yeah the match is good I'd, I'd go like four stars in it but even beyond that Monty there's so many pop worthy things for me and you because it's just Shota looking like a total stud athletic hitting the ropes hard his hair is flowing in the wind throwing great elbows just throwing great elbows great fire and I'm like this yeah. is all I need from this guy man. that's all the I crowd need. loved him. He was so over with the crowd. It was great. Literally all he's doing, Monty, he's hitting the ropes like 96 Sean with his hair flowing in the wind and like throwing really great elbows. And I'm like, this is perfect. This He's he's ready. He has a great look. His gear is awesome. He has this like light brown, orangish hair. He just looks awesome. Like, it just, it just, yeah, that's he's, a he's certainly something. I can't remember who I was talking to about it. Yeah. It might have been Ash or somebody, but he was talking about like the UK excursions. Yeah. And just, um, you know, like, in recent years, I haven't been quite what you would have hoped them to be. You yeah, know? Really bad, <laughs> and yeah, obviously, show, show is obviously an example of it. But regardless of what you say about it, ever since he went on excursion to the UK and came back, like say for example for Forbidden Door, you know, oh, like hey, the amount so the amount he grown in that time is obviously so, kind of you know it's very noticeable. Shoto, so I thought Shoto he got was something asked. out of it. I thought he Shoto was asking. <laughs> he lost his uh, his mojo. And if for mm. some reason when he wrestled at Forbidden Door, he found it again. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, I said, man, this guy robbed UK fans during the pandemic. These guys <laughs> reading it in, you know. Oh Let me get God. in. And once he got in front of AW crowd, he just showed up, like showed What's out, the- like this is the guy everybody's wanted to see. And some since his AW, yeah, since his AW match, he's been really good in the UK again. So, listen, yeah, Jericho Cut. opened his eyes. Confidence goes a long way in wrestling, and if you're in a full arena yeah. where people are just going crazy for you, you know, and you just feel like you're him, uh, it, that that that's all it takes for you to really be on your way. You know what I mean? Like, um, and I I just think it, it, it's it's so key for the developmental aspect of young wrestlers that like they wrestle in front of live crowds, you know, like live crowds who can cheer and boo, and like there's a bunch of them. Um, I, I'm very I'm very encouraged by what I've seen from Shota Umino. Uh, Ren Narita is a very good worker. Um, Chris brought up a point that like uh, he's not crazy about the Shibata cosplay, and the more I think about it, I I, I could totally see that point to be honest with you, because you, mm-hmm. you want to know where the individual kind of comes out of that. Um, but even still, he he's such a sound wrestler. I think him, Yuya, Shota, they they're gonna be very necessary. Oh, yeah. yeah, Yuya Uemura, awesome wrestler. Um, I love his hair. Th- that's what I'm saying. These guys have great He's hair. Great hair. Yeah. Great ha- great yeah. Hair. I, yes. Yes. I I love that like just big poofy curly hair that some of these Japanese. So good. Are it's it's not so fair. it's it's so. <laughs> it's not fair. 
it's so 80s babyface. And and Monty, what I love about it is is when baby faces have that hair, they get to do that thing where they kind of have their they're clutching their fist, like they're they're, they're, they're yeah. coming out of the heel, right? And the heel's kind of backing off, like whoa, and they're kind of bobbling their head a little bit, like oh, I'm gonna get you, oh, I'm gonna get you, and they're kind of bobbling their hair and it's fucking shaking all over the place, and the crowd is going crazy. Love that stuff. Um, so yeah, New Japan, hopefully, you know, they're saved, hopefully. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see how it goes. You know. Uh, obviously, we'll probably talk about. Well, we should probably talk about the. Uh, you know, the big, the big happenings this this week. Obviously, as I'm sure everyone watching this, yeah, already knows. Hangman Adam Page was injured during the main event of AEW Dynamite on Tuesday versus John Moxley. Um, he was knocked out. Call it, yeah. He was knocked out during the match when John Moxley nailed him with a lariat. He also landed pretty awkwardly, like on his jaw slash neck. Um, you know, he he was out. Doctors checked on him. Ref checked on him. Match was stopped. He was stretched off. Um, and then there was a quote a lot of awkward time filling to close the show. Um, shortly after the show, it was confirmed by PW Torch that it was definitely uh, legitimate. If, uh, it wasn't a work like a couple people obviously started assuming because that always <laughs> happens with wrestling fans um <laughs> you know that's just one of those things like someone could get shot in the head live on fucking tv bro and someone would be like it's a work <laughs> and you want know the worst thing about the work people is is like the um the, the air of like i don't know man like the way they're so condescending about it, it's like, oh, <clears throat> you, you you guys are all getting worked. Ha, ha, ha. Like, bro, <laughs> you got knocked out. Like, clean yeah, up. You got to clean out, bro. Like, Look, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I thought it was a work, and I thought he did it. I thought they did a work. KO knockout, and I said, that fucking ruled. And then, <laughs> then, he, did it, then he didn't move. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. Ben Taz took the glasses off and you knew. Yeah. 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 Taz took his glasses off, had tears in his eyes, and was like, all right, nah, this is this is for real. Yeah. It was, it was crazy because Excalibur was trying to no sell it and just like go like AW Dynamite next week, he's gonna have the low guys like whoa, 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 hold oh, on. Oh, it could, it definitely clicked for me. Like at the moment, it was just like, oh shit, because he didn't move, you know. Then uh when Excalibur kept putting over the referee, you could tell. Like, you know, yeah. like, because it was kind of like weird how much he kept putting him over. Obviously, it wasn't weird now in Hollandshall because we know, you know, we know what we know. Uh, but yeah, Hangman suffered a, a concussion. He went to a a local medical I'm facility, yeah, you know. <laughs> he went to a hospital, a uh, neck specialist or something like that, concussion specialist or something. And um, yeah, he got diagnosed with a concussion. Hangman Adam Page then went to Twitter. I think it was uh, yesterday, yesterday daytime. Said that he's had a panini and he's feeling good. <laughs> um, Mauta did an update as well, saying that uh, Hangman was. I think this was before the Hangman tweet. To be fair, Mauta's update was something like he's very appreciative about how the situation was handled, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, yeah, so obviously he's going to have to follow the AW concussion protocol, and he'll be back when he's back. But luckily, it didn't seem like it was that bad. So um, <laughs> scary, but. You know, it's a shame as well because the match was really shaping up, like really good. Oh, it was awesome, it was man. Like, you know, it's so good. It's gonna sound selfish, yeah. but I hope it's not that bad so he can still wrestle the way he does. Because yeah. once you get a concussion, you know, it's just, 
you can't really handle those kind of blows anymore because it's easier for you to get like a concussion again or KO'd. So hopefully it's chin's right. Yeah, <laughs> you just do it, Daniel. So they just or you can be like Chuck Liddell, you know, and just get KO'd every time. Somebody hits him in the head. <laughs> we don't talk about Chuck Liddell. It's just sad, <laughs> sad, you know. Um, let's throw through some super chats real quick before we uh, continue talking about Alpha and Hanger. Um, <laughs> short time spot, especially for Monty and Charlie. Who's had the worst last six months? CM Punk or the Tories? Uh, <laughs> CM Punk's still technically employed, so. Yeah. We'll go with him. Um, or the Tories. to me, Liz Truss are out. Unlike Liz Truss. The Tories are the Conservatives, which are one of the uh, political parties in the UK. I think it's like... We don't like them. The Repu- I think it's like the Republicans, the Republicans in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah? I think, I, I, I'm, I'm bad with politics. Like. Yeah. It's, it's our insane. Republicans. That's such an insane name for Matt, Republicans, Matt, the Tories. Monty told me I'm going to be a Tory. Hangman and Montel, oh, the draw yeah, of yeah. Purus. Uh, oh my god. Musin Iqbal Raja. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. God bless. Total facts. Uh, and thank you so much for your perceptiveness, sir. God bless you. Zetopia Productions, 199 Super Chat. Happy birthday, Charlie. Ready to admit Bron Breaker <laughs> is him. There's nothing to admit. Thank you for the super chat. Though. Damn. Another happy birthday for Charlie. Yeah, this is from... Bron is, a, Bron is um, he's working is dra- he's, he's working Dragon off this weekend, so... He's gonna have another great match that Charlie's gonna oh, have to judge fuck. Yeah, he's working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. He's, he's who? Dragonov. Dragonov he's, yeah, Dragonov is incredible, oh, and I'm sure yeah. he will carry him. That match is gonna be gas. Like, <laughs> yeah, because Dragonov is him. Whatever. There's a pay per view this weekend. Whatever. Is it this weekend? Uh, yeah, I thought yeah. Halloween Havoc was a Wednesday, a Tuesday show. I that, yeah, I was going to say, wasn't that NXT? Okay. You know, it's gonna be a premium live event this year. So. What day is yeah. it? I Saturday or Sunday. Probably I, I, on a I, Sunday or something. Oh, I'm out. Yeah, Ben Carter. Oh, okay. Ben Carter. Yo, super chat. Happy birthday, Charlie. Also, thank you for acknowledging Kenny Omega as the best Canadian wrestler since Bret Hart. Back up, man. <laughs> thank you. Fair. You know. Um. What else we got here? <laughs> Joe said in chat, oh no, please don't get Monty started on politics, he'll get us banned. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Shout out to Joe. What is the origin of the real besides wrestling? Listen, bro. You know Joe. He's just here to stir the pot. He should be banned from the comments, to be honest. But, you know. uh, Mad King, one not in on. What is the origin of the real Triple H meme? Um, it's from the Wednesday Night Wars last time around when um i think that was that one of the times when no when what is the actual origin of it real basically re, what a real segment drew a huge number and kicked the shit out of triple h but i can't remember exactly what it was for i think i think i think it, but it's only, it basically it's trip basically real is actually a draw but that's legit um, that, that's a legit thing. Um, a thing, you know. You know what the internet, the internet her, does the whole triple H fears reho thing. So the segment, um, the segment what went segment head to head. With, uh, listen, it, it went head to head with I believe it was Finn Balor versus Adam Cole for the NXT Championship, and Riho won. And so, and from that on point onward, it was like Rio, Rio, Rio clears, Rio destroys Triple H. <laughs> so, yeah. 
still going to this day. You know? uh-huh. I mean, you hear the pop for when she comes out, man. It's uh, yeah, next level. Mm-hmm. She's beef, though. Like, she's yeah, she's she, <laughs> she great. You know, is beast. <laughs> she is. One. I, like how, she is. I like how she. I like how she ran out and then like she got all the tears and she just stopped, soaked it in, just walked to the ring the rest of the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that thought she hit to the outside was crazy, man. She's great, man. Mm-hmm. She's great. Um it seems okay. Light this is a light chat earlier from um when we were talking about the network thing. It says is Benoit censored? And uh, I, I, the weird thing. I don't know. I don't know what it is like on Peacock. Like, with with Benoir, the center, no, the center with, of his face. <laughs> with Chris Benoit on the network, at least he's like he's still on everything that he was in. But like when you're trying to click through an episode <laughs> of Raw or something, it just won't name him. So for yes. example, it will say like Eddie Guerrero and tag partner team up to face Eddie yes. Chris yes. Yes. and you'll click on it yeah. and it will be Benoir. They yeah, just yeah, don't yeah. name it, him. It'll say like um, it'll say, uh, Kurt Angle in singles action. Yeah, or United States Championship match, and it'll be Ben yeah. defending. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I remember, I remember in the description for WrestleMania 20, it said like, Shawn Michaels and Triple H go head to head for the World Heavyweight Championship. Like, okay. <clears throat> yeah, stuff like this. Eddie Guerrero. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little bit so yeah, he, he's on it, he, but he is kind of he's kind of censored, you know. <laughs> I remember they, they did a Monday Night War documentary series on the network, and um, when they had when they had to talk about like the radicals and like the Eddie click of him and Malenko and mm-hmm. all those guys, right? Like um, when the people spoke about them, they just talked around, but like they're like, yeah, and then when Eddie with those guys, Eddie and Dean and Ray, they were so good. <laughs> it's Dean and Ray and Eddie and, uh, and and those other cruiserweights. Like, yeah, and you do that, and it's playing footage that in the footage you see Benoit in frame, but like and like in some angles they try to like kind of crop him a little bit, but clearly they couldn't fully. So it was just like it was just comedy, you know. Isra actually said this to me yesterday. She said that she feels that when people talk about Dean in documentaries, Malenko, that he's just a Benoit stand-in. Like so, you know, those like, yeah, man, Dean was such a great technician. He's one of those technicians in the nineties, man, that just him and Eddie just really just changed the game, you know. Like, yeah, him and Dean. And it's yeah. funny too is Kurt Angle will never let you forget about Benoit was alive because he'll just keep talking to you about him. Because it was his best matches. Yeah, those are his best matches. Yeah, Billy. Like, yeah. He won't let that man. He won't let that man die. He just keep him, keep him alive. That man, Chris, sure Sherko, the other one's doing it. That man, that man, uh, Chris posted about me the other day. But yeah, like Kurt Angle, he'll be like, "Listen, bro, me versus Chris at Royal Rumble 03. And That shit was crazy. Check it out. <laughs> was it? Oh, many will know about what I'm talking about. <laughs> the uh, the Ryan Sutton Chris Jericho thing. <laughs> I <have> no idea. <laughs> I still have it here somewhere. Let me see if I can find it. What happened? I think Chris Jericho was wearing like a Benoit show, something, some some sort of tribute in some way, like a small yeah. little nod. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because obviously, you know, they were friends and Jericho yeah, still, really you know. Jericho definitely acknowledges what he did, but also acknowledges that he was one of his best friends as well. You know, so he, he, it's, he, a weird, it's definitely a weird thing when he talks yeah. about it. Um, there's a bit of like a I don't know if the words denial, but like when, when he talks about him, he always says how like uh, the guy I knew, like I was I swear to you, the guy that I knew was a great person, a great family man. I was around their family all the time, 
And what happened happened. I don't know why it happened. I don't. There's multiple things that caused it, but he, he, what he insists is just I knew a great person. It's like kind of yeah, Jer- yeah. Then uh, anyway, so Jericho Ward is uh, is some sort of nod towards Benoit. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan sat in like criticized him right on Twitter, mm-hmm. and Jericho jumped on Twitter and like recorded this video basically saying, "Who the fuck are you, Ryan Satin?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it. Because it's, it's fucking. Oh, do, you remember when, do you remember when Ryan said he was at the barbershop and some guy was like, yeah, so like, do you see Bad Bunny on like the Royal Rumble or something? <laughs> like, is it clearly fabricated the story or something? Here, here, I found <laughs> it, I found it. Thank you guys it's, uh, so much. Uh, I appreciate it. And also, um, I get a couple smart-ass remarks here for an Instagram post that I put up of this great fan art that um, somebody drew of me with kind of the the spirits of, of Eddie and uh, and Benoit behind me. And I said, I dedicate the match to those guys. Yeah, I know what Chris did. I think about it every single day. I was involved more than any one of you are. So trust me, I understand uh, the, the horrible, horrible events that took place. Um, I'll never forgive it. I'll never understand it. But uh, I have my reasons for doing what I'm doing. So don't anybody tell me uh, anybody makes smart ass remarks about what I say and what I do, including that son of a bitch Ryan Satt. <laughs> Nobody tells me what to do. I have my reasons, and I think about the loss of, of Nancy Benoit and Daniel Benoit every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody tells me what to do. Bro, it's yeah, but it's so funny. You, can't, you will believe in the visual too, because he's, he's sitting down with an open. His suits all open up with you can see his like his skin. Then he's like leaning back on a chair with a smug face the whole time, talking about how mm-hmm. sorry he is. And then just oh says, my god, <laughs> you know, so you know incredible. That, that'll, that'll lead me to this next question, Monty. What do you make of, of Chris Jericho's extension and the fact that he's officially now a named producer and member of creative in AEW? Basically, is anyway, bro. It's obviously, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not me, you know, he was. You know he was in Tony's ear and Tony leaned on him a lot anyway. So now that he's got a title that includes it, I doubt it makes actual much difference to how he operates day to day there. So <clears throat> good for him, man. Obviously he must have got a uh, a nice pay bump, you know. So I um I don't remember if I mentioned it to you guys, but um the first dynamite after all out uh, this year. Um, Charlie, Charlie, I, I, clicked, I clicked it too early. Yeah, <laughs> I clicked the camera on too early. So <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> continue, continue, continue. Yeah, but, keep um, putting Jericho over. Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, not nah, um, the first dynamite after uh, All Out was okay. essentially a Brian Danielson show, Monty. Um, and then I don't know what these specific reasons are, but my head canon is he told Tony, I'm not doing this shit every week, bro. It's too much work. Um, <laughs> And because and, and every dynamite since has been like basically con Jericho productions, um, so I'm not surprised by the, the official naming of this role because he basically has been uncreative, he's basically been like putting these things together with, with Tony. Jericho loves it all as well, bro. Like, what do you mean? He's a he just he, he just know that he loves like putting you know, especially when he does his yeah. segments mm-hmm. and he wants to get someone else over, you know, mm-hmm. he, he just loves doing all that shit, putting it together. It's um, Jericho as hell. Like I, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just, it's so like you know, <laughs> you know he thinks he's like his own version of Vince. I feel like sometimes when he does something. Yeah, so- he definitely thinks he's like a uh, 
then I'll come mastermind. Yeah. Which yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 like, it fucking rules because he's like 50 year old Ring of Honor world champion. You know, <laughs> you know he's looking at Hager. He's like, you're going to wear this hat, right? When they take this hat off your head, you're going to be so mad. It's going to get over. It's going to get massively over because it's it's funny. It's a it's your hat. And Hager's probably like, yeah, okay. And <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. You know. yeah, Anna J, you're in a JAS now because because you're part of the JAS, and she's like, okay, and like, yeah. So. He's, he's a good kid, you know. <laughs> he's a good kid. Good kid. Okay, one of the greatest champs of all time. I'm curious what the Jericho fingerprints are going to look like on on people like uh, some of the people that we haven't seen much of lately, which is like you know, uh, FCR, Ricky Starks, Will Hobbs, those types of guys. You know, just really curious what what ends up happening with those types of guys. Because because Ricky and Ricky and Will we haven't seen either guy since uh, their match right mm. at, at Arthur Ashe yeah real weird real weird people want to see him as well bro like yeah. they're the sort of, they're the they sort of acts that like they're the sort of talents that if they're not on the TV for like a couple episodes people notice it and they want to yeah. see them um, yeah that's that's literally for both of them Hobbs mm. and Starks so, or um, mm. I wonder what's going on there maybe it's nothing and maybe it's just rotational issues and trying to. Yeah. Struggling to fit them in and stuff like that, but you know, oh, when like, you look at when you look at some of these rampage lineups, you oh my god, you have to wonder. You have to wonder. They've, they've been doing a lot of Ring of Honor stuff, and I think I, I wonder if that's to do with them potentially getting a TV deal and stuff. So maybe mm. they've just not had time to fit other guys on. Thank you for mm. mentioning this, Charlie. Tony just recently talked about that. Now his goal is for uh, a deal of some kind for Ring of Honor broadcasting in 2023. Need um, that. Yes. Monty, I, I, I think I think I think cable TV is too much ratings pressure for Ring of Honor. I, I think it's too much ratings pressure to have to put on Dynamite, Rampage, and Ring of Honor, and they all have to draw a certain number because you're kind of wearing yourself thin at that point. And I think that if you were to put it on streaming or YouTube, it alleviates that pressure and just allows you to just put on a logical show for Ring of Honor. You know, because I feel like you know on on streaming you could just build a show and set some guys up and build it up and be, be traditional. I feel like on TV, it's like, oh, fuck, no, we have to get a certain amount of people to watch every week. So you have to do, like, you know, like certain matchups and stuff like that, and which is fine, but it's just... It's not streaming, man, for something like that. It's streaming that's actually accessible to people. Sure. Um, I, I think that'd be better than, like, a, a, an actual channel for Ring of Honor. What's up, man? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't care about where this ROA show comes because uh, I'm going to be watching it every week. It's my favorite stuff on AEW. So all you guys complaining about it can suck it. Um, mm. um, Honor's real. Honor's real. Let's identify. ROH is being carried by AEW is being carried by ROH. And, and getting uh, carried by Dalton Castle. Yes. And you know oh. I'm going to final battle when it happens. Me too. Month. Oh boy, I'm gonna that. be there. I already called into work. I already let them know I'm not showing up. That's amazing. <laughs> Can we identify we, right we now? We need what... a money. Yeah, we do. We need a money vlog. We need like all that. Um, what are the ring of the active Ring of Honor storylines in AEW? Like, can we identify that? Because so many people talk about these things, and it's like, what are the Ring of Honor storylines? Did you not the, see uh... Jerry Lynn get power drives on the stage? <laughs> I, I that's the obvious one. Jericho stuff is technically Ring of Honor, but it's like that's an AEW storyline too. You know, like you got Ward, yeah, all of them are. No, because people, because I'm saying, because people, a lot of people will make the criticism of too much ROH on AEW, right? And mm-hmm. I want to say I get it, but at the same time, a lot yeah. of what is allegedly ROH storylines, they're just AEW storylines with extra yeah. 
You know that's that's mean? all it is, bro. So people are just nitpicking and trying to find stuff yeah. that you don't know. Like, trust me, bro. Like AW, um, over the past few months, like you shouldn't have to try this hard to like try find things that you don't like about the thing. Like yeah. you know, there is legitimate criticisms out there, especially mm. with all the mayhem that's gone on backstage. Mm. <laughs> so you know, I think that it feels kind of forced, you know, because like you was just alluding to, like all the stuff that is Ring of Honor based on AW television is people and storylines that they'd probably be doing anyway just but just with ring of honor titles and just you know yeah. which just which yeah. at the end of the day adds to the storylines mm. so you know it's yeah, like man. the wheel the wheel of you at daniel garcia stuff doesn't it would still hit because they're both great wrestlers and they're both on great trajectories no, but like you add the pure title <laughs> into that and it just gives it an extra layer you know yeah. um Jericho, I mean, obviously, Jericho being all over the TV, that's normal. And now that he's got a world total with it, he just gives it an extra wrinkle, you know? So, like, all of it, man, all of it is, like, start involving stars that you'd expect to see on the TV anyway, yeah. so, you know. I, I, I think it is. comment that says, I don't, the, from the name, I don't even know. Spitting right there. Yeah, we're not gonna read that out, but oh, I can open it up. <laughs> Don't let the tea merchant Ollie Davis. Oh, I didn't see Ollie Davis' name brought up there. Don't yeah, Ollie Davis. Is Ollie Davis a wrestler? Who is he? I have never heard of that man in my life before. He's a bald guy. No, no, he has he has a white hair now. Here's the thing, Monty. To be honest with you, to be honest. You know, the whole too much ROH on, on AEW TV, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't, because to me, it's just, they're all, like, mostly AEW storylines. What I will mm-hmm. say is, you know, I'm not going to say too many belts is disorienting or confusing. No. Um, but, but but what it, it does kind of feel to a degree like a, a booking crutch because, um, you know, in the past, it was, it was a challenge for Tony. It's like, how do we keep everybody relevant and have this guy feel like he's fighting for something and give him, give him something to fight for and give him a belt and stuff like that. Right. And look at, look at the example of Lawrence Cassidy. He's somebody who's been over since the beginning of AEW, Right. And you know, he's somebody that Tony's always wanted to like, you know, give something to, right. But you can't, you can't have him win a championship. Right. And you know, there's too many people quote unquote in line for the TNT belt. But now that there's so many championships, you can just throw the all Atlantic one at him, you know, cause there's just so many of them. And, and I, I do think that it's, it's a bit of a, a situation now where it's like, you know, everybody that like has some relevance in AW, you can just throw a title at, the, at them because there's like 72 of them. And again, it's not confusing or disorienting or like, you know, I'm not like sitting there and my head is spinning like, oh my God, what's what does this one mean? Like, I'm not like that. But um, I think there is something to be said about how, um, you know, winning a championship in AW may not be as momentous as it was a year or two years ago because there's so many of them. And and so, um, for example, Orange Cassidy winning the TNT champion, no, sorry, the All-Atlantic Championship. Great moment, amazing match. So um, but at the same time, what does it mean as an, as an accomplishment? Because what does the All Atlantic Championship mean? You know, Pax just held it for in, in like a couple months. He defended it in you know shows that weren't broadcast on TV, and then he just loses it. You know, like Orange Cassidy wins the belt, like that's cool. But like, does that have the meaning of the AEW Championship? Maybe I'm being a belt mark, but I just uh, that's kind of how I see when it comes to that. that he won it oh. because he's uh, cool. I, mean, I wonder how the people. I wonder how the people that watch the show and then ROH or another title from New Japan or something come on the screen. Do they just like grab their head and just like, oh my god, I can't handle this. Oh my god, there's another belt. Oh my god. And then they just switch the channels or like, like, come on, it's not that serious. Like, I don't know, they man. Want I just their don't... eyes extra hard. Yeah, right. I know, I, I, like, yeah, you know, that's I just don't get it. I, I just, but I, I do think though there is something to be said of. 
if every segment someone has like three sets of championships on their shoulders, you know, then what is the meaning of any of these? You know, like, is it that special if everyone can have one? That's all I'm saying. Well, look, my whole thing is like, well, I mean, people are praising AW for being like an inclusive company from like yeah. they have different companies. Then once these guys have belts from other companies and they show up with them and you're just like, oh, no, we can't have that. You know, we it's just and then like some of the people I was talking to because they're commenting on my my tweet. I said that they're like, yeah, we rather just AW just be by themselves. I'm like then, like, then what's the whole point of, you know, here's what I'll raise you, Manny. FTR, they're holding the IWGP Tag Team Champions Championships. Mm-hmm. They're the Ring of Honor tag champions. They're the AAA tag champions. They're not defending any of these belts, and and and, and they're like they're complaining on on social media about you know not getting a main title shot for AEW, and then on TV you see these guys. It just looks preposterous to me that they're on they're in a segment where they're holding three sets of championships, but they're talking about fighting for the AEW title. The messaging you're telling the audience is that's the belt that matters, and and that's fine. That's your chance. That's your company, right? That's the belt that matters, mm-hmm. right? Then don't then don't don't even bring the other ones to TV then. Because it's like, what What are they, trinkets? Are they toys? Are you going to defend them on TV or not? If you're not going to defend any of those three championships on TV, but you're holding them and saying, but well, we want this one. It's like, like what? Like, it, it, am I the only one that thinks that's kind of weird? Like, that's kind of weird to me. You well, know, FTR are just weird win. people. Like, like, FTR, defend one of your belts. Like, what are we doing here? You know, like, to me, yeah. I think that in this period where they haven't been getting an AEW championship shot, I think it would have been totally fine to just have them on TV, you know, having an ROH tag title run on AEW TV. The de- you know, deep like, why against, Monty, the defender against the defender We can't, can't hear, you. hear me. I can hear you. We can hear you. It's just him. <laughs> <That's> crazy. <laughs> no, we can't hear you. I feel like FTR are the only people. Hello? 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 We can hear you again. Someone mute him. And when the when he said phones fell out. He was waffling. He was talking too much. We just no-sell him. I'm back. He does. He probably doesn't. He does. He. Well, he's Every two weeks in a row time. now. He's talking that much, and when someone Boo. else tries to talk, he thinks that he's fucking his shit's not working. No, no, no. no. I'm yeah. back. So my headphone came out. I his thought headphones that, fell off. Yeah, I, I thought that. I thought that Monty was muted, and he, and, and I realized I was like, no, no, no. I'm the one with my headphones out. But yeah, F- FDR defended against um, uh, the big Samoan guy and. Yeah, it's Wagner, yeah, to defend against him. And then they're going to defend against the kingdom. Um, Are they? <clears throat> it seems yeah. like, it seems like, um, what, what, uh, Hanger was saying is probably, <laughs> is definitely, uh, definitely mostly true for the most part. But obviously, in the past week or so, they have defended them. And it seems like they're setting up other stuff for them as well. So hopefully, it seems like, uh, over the past few weeks, Tony's decided, you know, let's get these guys back defending titles. You know, having having actual yeah, having actual tag <laughs> matches because the amount of um when you look at where their momentum was, like let's say June after after the Briscoes and after the Bucks match, because that's when they were like insanely yeah, like insanely hot and over. The amount of tag matches they've had since then, two on two, is like definitely a lot less than you know, um, you would expect it's like a very, very, very small handful. Um, but, you know. I think Tony just said, Fuck it, I'm just gonna have these two over tag teams. Just you know, I'm just gonna throw them out there and see what happens. You know, the acclaimed in FTR, and I'm pretty sure that's a master full gear. Yeah, um, I'm very, I'm very curious what the crowd does there because they love both teams. 
You know, regardless of what people on Twitter say. I don't I don't think they'll do a clan death tier. I don't know, man. Really? Think you don't think so? So you think uh, Sora is already yeah. feeding him? How do you I don't know, man. I think they might do a freeway. I don't know, bro. Like, oh, my do, God. They might do some mm-hmm. shenanigans. Because, That's... like... FTR versus acclaimed is like face versus face. It's 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 so like and two of the biggest faces. Yeah, like, it's it's not even like you. I'm not yeah. even super and like I'm not. I would preferably go wouldn't do it if I had the option to, but I'm not like one of those super anti face versus face guys. But when it's FTR and yeah. acclaimed, like I'm pretty it's against like, that. Do you really want the crowd picking a team to boo in that match? Like, not. Mm, and, and Charlie, the thing about it is, the problem with face versus face is, um, it secretly exposes who's not as over, and yeah. that that creates actually lasting, damaging effects sometimes. Face versus face is literally the reason why Hangman Page, um, kind of, I don't even know what the yeah. word would be. He was hurt by Hold face on. versus face. Yeah, face versus face against CM Punk was very damaging to him because for all the great work AEW did pushing him and getting him over, the, the reality is he's not CM Punk in stature and the fans in the arena are going to cheer Punk more than, than Hangman. And, um, you know, it's going to cause a reaction where some, some of the fans are going to then they're gonna then in turn boo Hangman. And again, that, that can last and trickle, uh, you know, show to show. Look at the match, the match of Moxley. He got booed uh, at, at points in that match, you know, um, he was getting so, yeah. most of that much, but they were in Cincinnati. So. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what I'm saying. The, the face versus face, it's just tricky and damaging. And you don't want, like, yeah. God forbid for me, God forbid for me, a situation where they do FTR and Acclaimed. And out of nowhere, the, the fans are like, you know what? We're just going to pick the Acclaimed. Fuck FTR. And just boo them. <laughs> I do think they would pick the Acclaimed just because they've been on TV more. They've been the more consistent tag team in AEW at the moment. And I do uh, think the crowd would get behind him. Max's feelings would get so hurt if, like, oh, 100%. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I just so don't mad. think they should do that much. Someone in chat said, um, I've lost it. FTR vs. Gun Club would probably be the full gear match. If they what? did that for the Ring of Honor titles, I wouldn't Let's go, it, Gun Club, baby. What? Yes. <laughs> Even though me and Austin Gun have beef, but we don't talk about that. Huh? You guys are just cheering because it's, it's it's yet another mid pay per view matchup for an FTR. <laughs> no, it's not even that. No, it's just another team that we can cheer that aren't FTR. Sorry, Alexia. They're the heels. This is bullshit. What <laughs> happened to what happened to this business? Is there no? There's nothing the sacred anymore. Like, what, <laughs> no, what's going I mean, they won me over. That's all I can say. I just want to see Gun Club to squash be fair, FTR. Like, the video AEW put out of the Gun Club in the FTR cosplay made me laugh so much. Oh and whenever they came out, personality like, I've seen Morrissey's yes. oh. oh, that was such a good I, video. I don't know. I don't know what happened after. Like we, I thought we were gonna get the Gun Club match, but then after FTR had that match with Aussie Open, and we haven't seen the Gun Club at all near FTR, and it's just been FTR in the. There's still teasing it. They're still teasing it. Mm-hmm. So you're Charlie, you're saying I need to watch the product. No. Um, <laughs> no, it was a video they put out on Twitter. It's okay. Hold on, I'm doing I'm doing FTR research right now. That's why I'm trying to write it. Ever since the big like, book, I'm sure FTR have had like yeah, two right? or three He's tag like, matches on TV, bro. Like, that's crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, there it's, hasn't it's been many. There's literally been no like literally there's been like two or three. They didn't even 
have that's crazy bro machine gun and that made me sad because that would probably be a good match if it was just them but yeah that made me mad so disappointing speaking of i just want to see him wrestle man they're facing aussie open and the la dojo boys next weekend also aussie open versus that's gonna be a good match that that i don't know that's gonna be a good match the Briscoes, the best tag team ever, are, um, you know, we need them on TV more. Charlie, did you, see my, did you see my tweet posting a, a Jay Briscoe where I said, this is a 38-year-old man, and, like, he had a completely, like, light beard. <laughs> yes, no, I did see that, actually, yeah. Um, they're so good, bro. That when, when watched... was funny as fuck. <laughs> when I watched them just, like, being the Briscoes, it's like, how are these? Just, like, Being rednecks, like... Yeah. No, I don't care if... <laughs> Listen, I don't care if Jay Briscoe's a fucking terrorist, bro. I'll put him on multi. <laughs> Hopefully, when Ring of Honor gets a streaming deal, I can't. I can't. Can yeah. they? Bro, I, they, they're like Sami Zayn to me. Like it's like like so. Sami Zayn is a redhead Syrian Wait. Muslim. Okay, let me let me explain. No, no. Sami Zayn is very problematic. No, no, no. I'm saying when you oh, say what I what I mean what I mean is, Sammy is a ginger Syrian Muslim man who, who wore a lucha mask. It's like what? And look at the Briscoes. I can't tell what race they are, but then they're like also like country rednecks, and and then they also kind of act, they also kind of like act urban. Like it's like really funny, you know. It's just like what, what are they? That's what, what they? that's what AEW's reality TV show should be. It should be called The Farm. And it's just the Briscoes. Oh, yeah. Are you saying the Briscoes are the men of the world? You, you, you know, you know they should. You know, you want to get some real. <laughs> all right, you want to get some real entertainment. Turn just turn on CNN while the Briscoes and having Briscoes watch it and film their reaction to the, the news stories as it happens. Listen, bro. They don't watch, they don't watch no news. Yeah. <laughs> they don't watch no news. That's wrestle on farm, brother. Wrestle on the farm. I still can't get over you comparing them to Sammy. Like all the Briscoes do is catch catch chickens and drink chocolate milk. They raise chickens. It's madness. It is madness. Yeah, they they're hilarious. That match is. Let me find the promotion because I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. It's a house. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love the Briscoes. Definitely more favorite tag team ever. You know, Tony Khan's only letting the Briscoes in uh, Ozzy Open wrestle because he knows it's going to be a fuck finish like every House of Glory match. I hear about that, that like House of Glory, they'll book these like, really big matchups and then they just do non-finishes like throughout the whole show. Or, like, they book, or, or they book big matches and then like they'll change them up last minute and put them all, they'll put all the big wrestlers in one big match. It's not for a belt though, it's just a straight up one on one. I don't think it's for the New Japan Strong Belts, anyways. I might be wrong. I hope not. I don't, I don't think it was. The Briscoes didn't mention it in the promo, so. No, no, but they are defending the New Japan Strong Belts against uh, Motor City Machine Guns and the LA Dojo Boys. Martin, you know, you know. New York shows. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to go to that show, and then the tickets sold out immediately. Which looks nice. I wanted to go to that show and I almost yeah. bought tickets. Oh my god, look at that. Mason, yes, Shingo and Loki so will close. be very good, but it depends on which Loki you're getting that night. Loki! Oh, <laughs> fucking um, Eddie Kingston and Okada are also playing in that match. It's like and I can't what? remember. It's against JY and Juice Robinson, I think. 
Yeah. I was excited when I saw Eddie and Okada. I got excited. And then I saw who they were facing. And I was like, never mind. Um, Come on, Matt. That's going to be a good match. It'll, it'll be fine. Can um, we talk about Regal? Wait, 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 before we get to, <laughs> before we get to Regal, Monty, um, you know, you know, we'll bring New Japan back, Monty. If, if that new, or, have you heard of Oleg Oleg Bolton or Oleg Borchin, depending on your uh -huh. translation? Uh -huh. I saw this guy. I read about him. I found out who he was, and I immediately said he needs to win the IWGP Championship in his first match. Did you read that Eugene Nagata said he's a future world champ or whatever the fuck it was he said about him? Didn't they say he's like 6'4", or, or am I just like... Yeah, he's a big, he's a big dude. You're talking about oh, that, big tall, him, talking about that, that, that tall bald guy, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you want to bring New Japan back, he has to walk in. <laughs> do it for Anoki. Because this is, what would Anoki do? You know? <laughs> Isn't he like a really um, accomplished wrestler? Like actual or amateur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a, a real shooter. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, oh, man. Well, genuine, we'll genuine foreign shooter. Big man, six four. Come on, man. What would Inoki do? Real wrestling. You know? In Inoki would have that man win the G one immediately. <laughs> I might, I might be confused. I forgot which wrestlers, but I know Nagata really wanted this uh, uh, young lion. I don't know. I, I, he might be Noah or All Japan. And Nagata really wanted him so bad, but he ended up just choosing one of those two promotions. And Nagata like, like fought hard for him to be on one of those shows to wrestle him, because he wanted to put him over. That's how much he wanted him. That's crazy. I gotta, I gotta, you gotta give me the name on that, Manny. Somebody in the comments probably knows who it is, but yeah, if you do, um, let me know. Monty, A still got fired. He did. Let's go. I, yeah. I am. Uh... Extremely disappointed. <laughs> the business, the business that we grew up loving, wrestling is, is done. dying before our very eyes. Yeah. What are and, we doing? Uh, <laughs> a great listen, man, a great man, a great friend, great, a great man, a great producer, a great promo, a great, a great writer, a great, a great one of the uh, one of the Chicago Saints. Absolutely. Um, a great writer. It, it was it was his words that yeah. gave. Brooks the strength to win the AEW championship at all out. Brooks. It was it was it was his it was his strength that that protected CM Punk in a time of need when he was being assaulted by by multiple men. It was <laughs> it was his team. I, I still also you're not I still is I still's a real friend. Yeah. yeah. I know I know if he's my friend he's got my back. Yeah. He <laughs> um, still shades of Allen yeah. Iverson. You know, Monty, have you seen a picture of, of Punk and Ace Wood in like the early 2000s where like they're, they're they're standing back to back with their fists up? I've got it on my phone, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got it on your phone. Got it on my phone. Real friends. I'm, I'm on my phone, it real quick. Nah, Anywho, Ace that, was that, fired and his pop fired. the best. That one week there that run he was on, it was just. You actually have it on your phone, oh my god. <laughs> That's a friend, man. That's a friend. <laughs> That's what you need in this. Oh, Look at this, Matt. The guy's putting tomatoes in chat. You're I didn't even. Uh, yeah. No. All right, man. All right, man. I'll no, chill. No, all I'm gonna say is no. I didn't want it. I didn't want anyone to get fired. You know. A steals. Oh, I'll take these you tomatoes. Need, you you know? need people like A steal and Eddie Kingston around the locker room to set things straight. You know, Listen, people get out of line. You get bit or you get punched. You know, that's just what it is. Y'all are booing, right? But guess what? If you see, if you saw Kenny Omega's arm, the bite mark was right on his forearm. And Kenny we, learned. 
which is proof that Kenny was putting Kenny was putting dudes in the coquina. And <laughs> that's crazy. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Nobody's you perfect. You think Kenny Omega is going to put somebody in a coquina again? No, no, he he's just like, all the all the ooh, ooh, elite people. Like, oh, they're so cute. This so peaceful. This is this is what it so is. Look, look, look at this. I'm sorry, sorry. This, this, the war. This man right here. He just went for a bloody war with John Moxley, who was just KO'd a very uh, a very strong young man in Hangman Adam Page. John Moxley isn't a man to mess with, you know. And uh, Sam Punk, you know, he, he survived John Moxley. He didn't beat John Moxley. He survived John Moxley. And all he wanted to do was just vent some frustrations. And then this animal of a man. You mean this strolling. man? He strolling. This man. Oh. This man. He I'm, never strolling gonna there. I'm never going to forget that tweet where it said CM Punk punched Nazis. That was an all-time tweet. I forgot who it was, but that was awesome. Can you make us a dangerous okay. man? He's a dangerous, dangerous man. But what, what he didn't realize was uh, yeah, <laughs> the, science, the science were here. <laughs> And, uh, if, if, if if reports uh if reports are true, you know, mm-hmm. it looks like the uh, the Chicago boys won the won the <laughs> physical confrontation. Listen, this and, is um, crazy. I don't know where you guys are fabricating these lies from. You, you just, just and Kenny were coming off a very emotionally taxing no, videos match that took a lot out of them. They had to face one of their former best friends. <laughs> The best and stuff. CM Punk came out here and ran his mouth. <laughs> What's that gonna get right? This is all a steel's fault. The best thing about this, the best thing of this whole situation is just Dave Meltzer, like every couple of days, just being like, "I should have told CM Punk when I had the chance." You know, I could just get all a bit avoided yeah. if I you let know him what? know. I bet you, I because he's you know, they, it so personally. No, they, guys, he's friends with the elite. You know, he's had conversations with the elite where they're kind of like, "I bet you, Punk comes up in conversation and they're all like, hmm. And he's like, he's like, what's that about? And they're like, nothing. And he's like, Ooh, that's no, the actual it was his is, fault. I was watching old. Um... <laughs> yeah, Larry's not the prettiest, but you know. <laughs> I was watching old um, the Elite Q and A's the other day, and they kept mm. talking about how much they wanted to bring Punk in, like a Bullet Club thing or something. Yeah, and that yeah. actually made me really sad that yeah. all of this panned out the way that it did. Charlie, On a real, it's probably for the best that he's still he's was coming fine, back. But I hope yeah. everyone's brought back. Yeah, this is what happened. Dave, uh, CM Punk was sitting with his boy Ace Steel in his house and was just like, Look, bro, I want to get back to work. You gotta just take the bullet here, you know. Just... <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. I, would, I, would, I, I, didn't get, I didn't get myself in the best shape in my life just to. You're not gonna ruin my legacy, man. Your bills are gonna be paid you see for. What you're that, you see what? Of, you're gone, bro. You're gone. You see, you see what Dave Meltzer put on the board? Oh, about how like Ace still thought that he was not. Oh, yeah. yeah so, someone, someone, uh, someone brought up the video that Ace posted last week about freedom. freedom. You know, he posted up the proof of thing. Yeah. And it was like uh, someone brought that up in the board, and Dave replied to it like, "Oh no, Ace was actually really surprised." But, <laughs> yeah. Of course he was. <laughs> like, you, come you, on, you know, you know what it was. They told him last week. 
the investigation's over. He's like, let's go. I'm going back to work. And they're like, no, you're fired. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I strongly doubt that it was a... Uh... It was much of a surprise to him, yeah. you know. <laughs> you know when they, you know when they do the plea deals and everything, and like when you're like when you're kind of like hey, when they give you like a plea deal and everything. Sam Punk oh went God. in there and said, "Yeah, it still agrees with the plea deal. He's gonna go, and I'm gonna stay. You know, this is how it is." That's yeah, how, and when, when they throw, the when they gave when like uh, it still went in front of the court. Oh, the judge told me Khan, and he told him the sentence. He was like, "Wait, what? What do you mean I'm fired?" And he's like, "Yeah, Punk said you agreed to the terms." I feel like as weird as it sounds, I feel like the ball, we, especially as time passes, is probably more in like CM Punk's court, you know? 100%. Because if you think about it, like, if, if, if you're an executive, right, for a company that you obviously want the best for, like if you're the Bucks or Omega, like even if he did kick the shit out of you, which, you know, he didn't, <laughs> I'm obviously exaggerating. You know, even if you did have a fight with him, it's kind of like, you know, what's best for business? You know? Yes. And it's like, if CM Punk's willing to figure it out with them, you, as an EVP, Have who wants the best for the company, should f- be able to figure it out with literally your top star and biggest yeah. draw. So, um, if I had to take a guess, but uh, gun to my head right now, I'd probably guess that he's going to come back. Kind of for yeah. that reason, yeah. you know, because at the end of the day, the EVPs and they should want the best for the company. And uh, if Punk wants to come back, I can um, I can imagine they'll figure something out. So, I think the only reason Punk wouldn't come back is if he decides, like, I got injured in like two major ways, like in title mm-hmm. runs, and that might put him off. That's the only thing I can see, like, preventing him from coming back. But, like, if he's like Overall, of that, I think he'll come back. I, Monty, what would you respect more if you hear that? And they should film this honestly for the reality show. Could you, could you imagine <laughs> if they filmed the reconciliation meeting between Punk and the Elite? Like that, oh that, God. that would they should just fake it. It's gonna be a BTE episode. Like, listen, because take this out, check this out, right? Because you know, a lot of people in the AW families that strongly dislike CM Punk right now to the point where they're opposed to him coming back. A young Dundee. We punk fans, hanger not included, miss Phil, even though he was very wrong. Hopefully this is all done by full gear. Young Dundee, <laughs> I agree with you. Thank you for the super chat. Monty, here's the thing. If he's not wrong. The, the, the fan base... Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't wrong. <laughs> that's, that's the worst thing. The fan, the fan base is going to be, like, a lot of them don't want him even back, which is like, insane to me. I, I, I get being mad at him. I get being mad at him. I get thinking what he did was stupid. I get being upset. Um, not wanting him back, uh, you know, I, I don't agree with that. But but so here's you know what would be funny, Monty, if in real life punk like when he finally meets Steely, he's like, Yo, my bad, man. And they're like, Yeah, my bad. And it's like the most like just like toxic masculine like apology thing. But like they boys film will be boys. Listen, but but for TV, right? They film like a man punk is like, oh, my bad, bro. And they just he dabs him up and then they get the cameras up. They're like, all right, let's do this again now for, for, for social media. And then the social media apology, like he's crying and Kenny's crying. Yeah. And they're, they're hugging and shit and like they're playing sappy music and <laughs> creeps of Ring of Honor play for no reason. <laughs> they never interrupted in the promotion. You just fuck it, play them anyway. The, the, the person who would cry the most if like Omega and Punk like hug is like Tony Khan. Like he's gonna be shedding yeah. so many tears of joy. Like, he's so be- would you, bro? So I don't know why. <laughs> so <laughs> Oh he's my projecting God. onto Tony Khan so hard right now. He's it would projecting be a so hard. Tweet, Fred. Yo, t- 
the thing is as well, like, with Tony Khan, like Tony Khan definitely was hearing what some of what CM Punk was saying yes. <laughs> in regards to like talent leaking shit to the media mm. and stuff. I mean, so uh, I think if Tony, if Tony Khan was like strongly against what what Punk was saying, like, he'd probably be gone by now. You know, mm. like I know there's an investigation going on and whatnot, but like, you know. Come on. Tony Khan did not want to fire CM Punk. Yeah, of course he does. Of course he's trying every loophole possible not to fire him. He's a money making machine. Why would you fire him? Plus, it's his favorite wrestler of all time. You know, I would. I mean, yeah, but like as from a business perspective. Business standpoint, yeah. I wonder if if they'd put him in like a uh, part time role. You know, like not a sting role, but like a, uh, you know, he comes out and he's kind of like a special attraction kind of thing rather than like a top guy, you know? Because like Charlie said about his injuries and stuff, like when he's been yeah. on top, obviously he's been injured and they've been quite uh, devastating injuries, you know? His body's so. trying to tell him something. Unfortunately, yeah. We just, yeah, we just uh, better remember, man, CM Punk's a punk rock kid that was fighting the man. And, you know, the man just happened to be the elite. So. <laughs> yeah. man, man, he's a poet, man. Uh, uh, why did it look like... I thought that was wine for a second. That was so funny. Like, you're like, your man, he's not going to drink. Um, I mean, it's not wine, but it does have. <laughs> Are you doing Pepsi still? Yeah, it's definitely just Pepsi. I'm giving. I'm you giving know what, guys? I, I need to make an announcement. I've it's been okay. drinking Pepsi lately, and Pepsi's better than Coke. No, bro. No. What the fuck are we doing here? What is, what I... happened to this great? You know what? Doctor Pepper is better than Coke. Doctor Pepper is better. I just don't have. Oh no, that's a... Pepsi is nasty, bro. Doctor Pepper is I can't, that soda. I can't drink any of those two drinks. I, sucks uh, for life. you. <laughs> my sucks. <laughs> and, and and my life is all the better for it. Um, what did I? What did well, I a Mexican Coke is still better than a Pepsi, but okay, if yeah. if I don't That's have true. a Mexican Coke, then I'm gonna choose a Pepsi. No, Pepsi is nasty. Manny, I am sure Mexican it's Coke is, is incredible. Pepsi is, it is really so good. good. You have to Especially get it from when a it's bottle. like in the glass bottle. The oh, oh. god, it's so good. What about when it's on the table? Um, listen, <laughs> I'm telling you guys. Here's the thing. Um, when CM Punk comes back, doesn't follow me. Like I'm just, I'm just like just. Pl- plainly I've been planning that for months. <laughs> I will. When when CM Punk comes back, if he comes back and like his off rip, like he just GTS is getting away, you're like just unfollow me. <laughs> you're awful, Bob the Builder. Why don't you record your Twitter Spaces? Um, then they won't draw as much live. You, you got to make it an, ex- an experience that you can't miss. Plus, some of the stuff <laughs> that gets said on those, some of those stuff that gets re- said on those spaces, you don't want to be recorded and brought back. Yes. Is there a Russell Pierce Discord I can join? Uh, ten dollars a month. Ten dollars a month. Get the fuck out. We should start a Russell Pierce Discord though, just to like. We should we should yeah, start we... a Russell Pierce Patreon, Twitch, yes, Instagram, yeah. TikTok, everything. <laughs> yeah. but, you know. Everything. Conglomerate of like shit. We're trying. I, I'm I gonna make our own social media platform, guys. I, I genuinely think. I genuinely think. Russell so I genuinely think we should do like a a, a monthly fee to be in our Discord. And you get to just like watch wrestling with me. 
I already oh, do that. That is not fun. Yeah, that's true. We it, do it, that. It's not fun. It's, a 40 minute match ends up being two hours long. Two hours. Oh, does he pause you it and shit? Pause it. Oh my God. We're like, hey, man, shut up. Bro, hold up, hold up, hold up. When we watched Aussie Open in FTR, he paused that match like seven times. That's nasty business, bro. No, it's not. That's already a long match as it is. You got to pause and take it in. You gotta pause it. You gotta break down what just happened. How you gotta break down. Really down like, pause it, it and like yell in my ear. Like, like, what are you talking about, dude? You just played a damn match. Dax is hot tag. I had to pause and literally yell into the heavens. You know, I had to just. You're like this on the on, on the like 20 minutes and ends up being like an hour later. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Hey, I'm sorry. On the late night game, we do that too. We 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 watch matches with Joe yeah. and they, our friend Dukes, and we just like watch matches and then we sometimes they pause them and we just watch them again, just like that. Like we listen, you guys gotta understand this is how men watch wrestling. We got we got to pause it. We have to yell. I mean, we were pausing matches. It was just me and Lexi the other day. Exactly. Different different reasons. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Oh my god, we haven't even talked about Dynamite yet. Um, We haven't. Dynamite aired on Tuesday this week. Yeah. And um, there were four championship matches. Title Tuesday. It was in Cincinnati, Ohio. (laughs) Yeah, and um, the show opened up with the trio championship match between Death Triangle and the best friends. Um, Monty, what were your overall broad thoughts on this dynamite show? And what did you think of the opener? I thought it was a really good show. Um, you had some really hard peaks, and it was just really unfortunate about the end. Uh, outside of that, it was probably one of the better TVs they've done this year. Um, the opener was you know, it was good stuff, it wasn't anything crazy, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's good, good, good stuff, you know, good starts yeah. for sure. I don't have too much to say about the opener, but what I would say, Monty, is the opening signature of the show. We got um, motion graphics for the championship match between Hangman and John Moxley. We got like slow motion clips of them, like before going into the motion graphic. And then before going into the ROH title graphic, they showed like this cool freaking like montage of like the past champions. And you know, it's such a minor thing, but that added so much to the beginning of the show. Like, there was so much just more structure added because of that. And I thought, like, from a production standpoint overall in general, like, a uh, big upgrade. And uh, it's one of the one of the better produced shows AEW's done. Yeah, um, every every show should have, like, a rundown of the main highlights at the start of the show. But that yeah. should just be, like, a standard thing, you know? I agree. Um, and, you don't and, have to be, like, a WWE trope where they run through, like, the lineup fucking 20 times and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't really do that as much now. But, like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But, like, like you said, like, the title matches, just, you know, tell what's on the show tonight. <laughs> you know, like, what's going you know, on? What's crazy about it, Monty? When, whenever people would suggest these things, the fans would get so defensive as if, like, you're suggesting it would, like, to just turn it into WWE. And it would also get defensive, like... um it's like all they want is literally just the crash TV that it was that it was, you know, where it would just be like, oh, we, we, you know, let's go, let's go backstage, let's go back to the ring, da, 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 and, and you know what I mean? And it's like, dude, mm. it's okay, it is okay to let shit breathe. It is okay to run a fucking video package. You know, it's it's fine. Now, Tony's now been doing it for what a month, and look at how look at how much it's it's helping the show. 
you know. Uh, yeah, it's nice, man. It's, it's nice. Stuff like that's nice. And just yeah. like, um, was he last week? Uh, did he even done it this week? He said when you do promos throughout the show to build up to the main event, it just adds gravity and stuff. So, yeah. you know, it's just these little things, these little production things, whether that's a promo, whether that's a sit-down interview, whether that's, um, you know, a rundown at the start of the show, whether that's, you know, it's a million different things it could be. But, you know, AEW do, do sometimes do these little things then don't go back to them. Like, but, you know. Manny, you look like you've just uh, passed out on screen. <laughs> you know. I was really something. Charlie was looking at a phone. Alexia's off cam. Hang on to mute himself. I thought Manny died on me. No, I got to something in one of our chats with Hangman, so I was reading it. Manny, Manny is so funny. Um, uh, Charlie, do you think that the Death Triangle are headed towards a breakup? Yes, and I have been saying this on Twitter for like two months now because if they started teasing it ages ago and everyone booed me for it. They were just like, no, they're not going to split up Death Triangle. Why would they do that? But they're starting to tease it properly on TV now, so guess who was right again? Charlie. Anyway, yes. Bye, you know? I don't think it's gonna. I don't think they're gonna break up. I just think they're all gonna turn heel. I don't think they are because if Phoenix has been working like proper baby stuff, baby face stuff recently, I think that um, it's all gonna come down to what Penta decides to do. Penta's probably gonna pack up his brother like he did last time. I think that'd be a really interesting storyline if they did a Penta against Phoenix. I think that'd be incredible. But... Listen, guys, we got 112 people still in here. Wow, yeah, we're over 90 minutes in. Like the video, man. We ain't got yeah. enough lo- We haven't got yes, enough likes for my liking right now. If it's you Charlie's feel- birthday, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not getting the likes. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm not happy with it. I'm not happy. Like the video. I'm putting my fist down. He's not gonna pay us. Yeah. Do you want me to be poor on my birthday? In the arms of an angel. I thought the video package was cool, especially that ROH one. That was awesome. Yes. I think they should do more. I think. I appreciate the idea like, on Twitter that they need to do like you know how New New Japan does the uh, every champion before uh like they are uh, IWGP yeah. champ before like past one. <laughs> I think they need to do that with the AEW and Ring of Honor one. Even though there's not a long lineage, you know. I think so rules. The Ring of Honor the Ring of Honor World Total lineage as well is so like just yes. fucking beast, you know? <laughs> it's, Absolutely. it's um I love how uh, the final battle uh, graphic. Nobody watches the WXW. Sorry, Mason. <laughs> hey, what did Mason say? Mason said WXW does the same thing. Um, I do watch the WXW match the other day, but that was before. Yeah. Listen, a lot of great wrestlers went through there. People like Ilya Dragon, Ivan Volter. Charlie's watching too much indie yeah. wrestling from all over. I'm watching. So much. <laughs> oh, I did watch a WXW match. It was Willow Spray against Pete Dunne, and Willow Spray too, was too great. Much, support, supporting indies too much, you know. Yeah, I'm going we're to the, we're, we're the corporation show, around here. You know? True, true. If Charlie continues this, I'm going to have to have a conversation with Gabe Sapolsky. Can oh you not? <laughs> right. Why are we doing this on my birthday? Back oh, up, yeah. Sapolsky. Uh, Back up, Sapolsky. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell Rob Fee about, you know, like. Don't. Don't. <laughs> like, no, you don't need to name anyone. I just know somebody. Yeah. 
Um, Dragon, which Kent are we talking about? Depending on which Kent, I'll look up that match. The next match on the show was Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida. Alexia. Alexia, what did you think of the opener with Death Triangle and the best friends? Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> um, I thought it was phenomenal. I mean, those are both teams like that I really like love that I'm really like yeah. super over for. Um, I feel like uh, all six of those guys have like great chemistry with each other, and that's like they're like people who I can watch wrestle like all the time just because I never want them to stop wrestling because it's so good. It's so good. Do you think sure. the triangle's gonna split? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, like you said, like they kind of have been teasing it, but I wouldn't want them to just because I enjoy yeah. them like as a group, but you know, either that or like Manny said, turn them heels. Either way, whichever like route they choose to go, I know I'm still gonna eat it up anyway. No, I don't said turn them heel because if you look at AEW's death roster, they literally have no heels whatsoever. And it looks like they're gonna turn MJF babyface too. So it's just like if they turn MJF babyface, who do they really have? So they gotta start turning some people. Yeah, AEW need does need more heels. Swerve will help in that regard, but they, they do need more heels. I agree with you, Manny. Um, yeah, oh also during that Orange Cassidy best friends match out. Oh wait, Orange Cassidy and Best Friends versus Death Triangle. I was kinda nervous that Death Triangle was gonna lose and I didn't really want that, so I'm glad they won. Those great near Orange Cassidy on that match. Just sucks that you know Trent that. got packed up twice against him. Morkage was right there. Morkage said two dollars. Congrats, Charlie. Same birthday as the great CM Punk. Is today same birthday? No, his birthday's on the twenty sixth. Oh, yeah. Same birthday month, but CM Punk's a squid. I'm a Libra. Yeah. <laughs> um, Take that as you will. Yeah. What did I want to say? Um, uh, yeah, listen, this women's match with Sheeta and Tony was awesome oh, for the time that it was so given. Good. They worked really good. hard. Yeah. They worked really hard. They had a super jack. I wish they got more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They very they didn't um they didn't need it. I was gonna say Monty, they just like they were just like off rip, like they just it was like the jets were on both their like Yeah, like, no, the the whacked each other, the did cool shit. It was it was cool, man. and shit. Oh, I no, it was, see it, it on a pay-per-view. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. out the Ace of Division, Tony Storm. I, I, Monty, I think to me, it's like super indicative of like the division, kind of like where where we're at with it. Where like Sheeta and Tony had this awesome match, right? And like the second it's over, like Paige and Britt are fighting, you know, and like that's the focus. And um, for me, big star, bro. For me, <laughs> your cash raise. <laughs> yeah. Listen, for me personally. Um, there was a big drop off in interest. Like, 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 I saw that, and I was like, "Yeah, that is the A storyline." But I'd be lying to you if I said like I was super fired up about that uh, compared to what I just saw. You know what I mean? Um, and, and I think what AEW should focus on when it comes to the women's division is um, they have to try to make sure that they have to find a way, if possible, to make their best wrestlers in the division their biggest stars in the division. You know what I mean? Because I think there's a disparity. Mm-hmm. I think that they're the biggest stars of the women's division are not the best wrestlers, you know? Um, yeah. So it's, that's kind of where we're at with things. But, yeah, um, Alexia, did you like Sheeta versus Tony? It was good. It was really good. Um, I really like both of these women, so I really enjoyed it. Tony has such a cool look. I, I, I they always both like, do. They both do. Mm-hmm. Probably like Every- Sheeta's face paint. Yeah, every time I see Tony when she comes out, like it's, it just it just strikes me like she has such a, like a super cool look with the uh, the jacket and the like, yeah. and the hair and stuff. Yeah. What's up, Benny? She looks like the champ. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I thought this was a really good match. Uh, Paige and Britt, they fought afterwards. Uh, Paige is clearly medically cleared in real life. Um, yeah, you see how she took out fucking... You see how she took uh, Britt Baker down? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It wasn't the most amazing brawl in the world, but that part did partner. I really yeah, hope the match is good because the brawling from the brawling looked like... I don't know how Britt was confused during the brawl, which is insane. Like, <laughs> To be honest with you, Manny, I'd rather... They have a street fight than a wrestling match. Well, I don't know that's true because Brit, like when they were brawling, they, Brit they're overdone. So they're overdone to death. Just like... they, they are overdone to death, but um, I just I don't really have much interest personally in like Paige and Britt Baker exchanging holds. Oh, fuck you, bro. It's not for you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, from Britt the Baker, perspective, that big it star. Was- Possibly you know? get more wrestling on like the main card of a pay per view for the women. I'm all for that, but the match itself, I can take mm. it or leave it. Yeah, it's going to be a nice tidy two and a quarter, and then I'll yeah, I'll pop you. It'll be great too. Big stars. Brit is a death match queen, so you know the match will probably be good. Oh, bro! If they, if they give that, if, they, if they actually do give that match a stiff and Brit just bleeds, not if they do away, it as like a lights just... out match, oh my god! Brit's not going to beat like the just blood merchant allegations, you know? Like, oh, I mean, blood, blood merchant—that's not a real thing. Blood merchant isn't a real thing. Blood, <laughs> blood fucking rules, though. This is blood in every match. Yeah. If something gets you an iconic moment, why wouldn't you try to re- repeat it? Like, no, no, I don't. I don't just listen. Ric Flair. In like the '80s, he probably bled every single night, you know. So like, yeah, he said it made him feel more comfortable. Mux, Mux, <laughs> defi- Mux definitely feels more went through that. Mux definitely oh, went through that phase as well, where he when he was bleeding and he was in the heat of it, he, he that's yeah. where he feels at home when he's in the middle of the ring, yeah. with a roaring crowd, piecing the ball. I'm willing to watch it look like Terry Funk's forehead or some of these luchadors when they rip their masks off. You see all their like. Blading scars, scars from blading. Yeah, and all they're, they're, not, they're not pros, Lord Rick. You know, I, I'm willing to bet money that John has bled in more matches than he has not bled this year. Hundred percent. Mm, I don't know. Mm, I the, mean, the fact that the fact that they even yeah, the fact that they even think about it. Manny's point makes me laugh because like like I said, like Rick Flair doesn't have all those scars all over his head. Yeah, um, he's got he's got the trick. He's got it down, man. He know he knows yeah. how to. Scars are in his He knows how to run that blade, bro. And uh, then you look at some, you look at guys like Abdullah the Butcher and some of these old. Yeah. Oh, what's, 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 what's happening with the char? In the chat, char. We're getting booed. Abdullah the Butcher. You want to talk Rio? Okay. Oh yeah. Um, Rio, 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 Rio is back on TV, which is excellent. We talked about Rio earlier. We did, but yeah. Great, great. Wanted to talk about her again. Sure. Yeah. Rio, Rio's awesome. Rio's awesome. Rio's awesome. She's Rio, a really good wrestler. She's great. She, she got the over, pop. She gets over every time she wrestles. She did a crossbody. Um, is she wrestling on Rampage or Dynamite next week? I saw Dynamite. 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 Dynamite next week. Dynamite Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader. Oh, that's going to be a that's good one. Be a good one. Yeah. Yes, Why was it at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> Just in sync. Yeah, the same brain. Like this. Jamie Hayden may have been her last match on Dynamite. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was. my brain's not got that good. I can't remember. I feel like that's not true. Rio and Jamie had a match on, uh, I think it was Donna Uh Rio versus Jamie Hayden. What are they but, doing um, research? I'm excited for Rio to be back. Um, 
I do hope they do do uh, Riho versus um, Tony Storm soon down the line. I think that'll be good. For, I know uh, they're like on the same well, team at the moment. But... Well, we we can't do all Tony Storm's big matches in, in under one reign. You know, we gotta. Oh gotta yeah, 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 yeah. Charlie, are you willing to finally admit that Maxwell Jacob Friedman is one of the greatest characters in the history? Yeah. Dynamite. Her last Dynamite match was against Jamie Hayter. She's wrestled. She's wrestled on Rampage also. Monty, that's enough. Charlie, are you willing to admit that Maxwell Jacob Friedman is one of the greatest wrestlers? Sorry, the greatest characters in history wrestling. Listen, (laughs) I like MJF a lot more when he's not cutting the same promo every single week. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Do you want me to elaborate or no? All right, all right, and here's my reply to you. Banger after banger after banger after banger. No, 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 no. Because so, the, <laughs> the first few promos he caught when he came back, <laughs> they were shit every week. <laughs> yes. And you can't deny this because if I called it on Twitter, really? I made a tweet that was basically bar for bar for what MJF said that night. Yeah. So if I can predict it at fucking mm-hmm. half one in the morning, it's mm-hmm. not a promo. So, so here's, like, what I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to propose to you, Charlie, because you are totally correct. He he absolutely used tired, recycled material, right? But if you remember yeah. last week on Dynamite, do you guys remember what Max said backstage? He said that when he washes his face and looks in the mirror, he says he tells himself that he has to be a bad guy and that he has to do this and put this role on. Okay, and, and but if so, you're being a bad guy, you can still be creative. The point I'm, the point I'm getting at is... <laughs> It's it. I think it's almost by design that he's playing the MJF that you you, you assume he's he's supposed to be, because Listen, it's Monty. You can get mad and think it's lore. I, I can I can see you feeling that it's lore. Is he frozen? <laughs> Listen, no, he's just being very. No, 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 I just know some long hangman think pieces. We're not having that. Uh, uh, Soliloquy. Disagree about Listen, it. Monty, this week was one of the best promos MJF has ever cut. But also, William Regal did just kind of pack him up after. So he he did not, but he had a solid retort. Monty, oh, um, I got really I got weird. Monty. I got literally three tweets last week saying that they appreciated my breakdown of Maxwell Jacob Friedman's promo. So of course, take that, you yellow bastard. <laughs> good, good for you, bro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> good for um, you, bro. You know, listen, no, 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 the, the point is, it is, I think it's by design. You know, the narrative, the broader narrative here really is that Maxwell Jacob Friedman is not a bad guy. You know, he, he's a he's a resentful kid who ultimately he has a chip on his shoulder and he's the product of a bunch of negative experiences. Maybe that your made dog him. is so cute. Thank you. She needs a haircut. <laughs> Regal for five yeah. minutes. Yes. There you go. I do it. Listen, Matt, MJF is a product of a bunch of really negative experiences that have taken him to this point. You know, he wouldn't be where he is if it wasn't for all these things that kind of mess with him, whether it be CM Punk kind of, you know, not giving him the best experience when he was a kid, whether it's him being bullied, whether it's Regal crushing his dreams. Um, these things made him a bitter person. These things made him angry and resentful. These things made him mad at the world. These things made him act like an asshole as a way to lash out at people. And... Um, when you kind of break down just the psychology of it, what you realize is it's every action has a reaction. There's a cause and effect here. And and it's like, you know, the the chicken came from the egg or whatever the fuck. The point is, 
Max is not a bad person. I don't. Uh, you, the point is, Max is not a bad person. His nature is not bad. It's it's the it's the lack of nurture that has taken him to this point. Um, and I think. Sorry, continue. If no, like, yeah, yeah. So I, I, you know, I think that's a really fascinating dynamic. That that's clearly what's 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 at play here, and so the the, the curiosity factor now is just what is he going to do as a result of this? We we he's laid his cards out on the table. We know that this is his origin, right? What is he going to do now? Is he going to take the shortcut? Is he going to is he going to is he going to be a villain? Is he going to do the right thing? Is William Regal going to decide during the title match? Like you know what you know what. He's proven to me that he's earned it. And so I'm going to help him now. Who knows? Um, but ultimately, I thought this promo segment was tremendous. Go ahead, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I think my whole thing with MJS, MJF is he puts on these great shows of character and cuts these fantastic promos every now and then. But mm -hmm. when he isn't, hasn't got something to drive the story, his mm. character just dies for me and like i can't get behind the whole oh this town's football team sucks i'm better <laughs> than everyone i'm the fucking devil and you're all my worshippers i can't get behind that shit mm. and it really frustrates me because of sometimes like this week's dynamite there are times i'm just like okay i'm i, I like this and i wish i could be a fan of this guy but mm -hmm. it's just not consistent enough for me and i don't know it's no, to be honest, Charlie, no, your, your criticisms are fair. Um, Monty alluded to this in the Russell Pierce chat, and I, I totally get what he's saying, too, when he says that um, some of what Max has been saying since upon return have been, like, it's just been really, like, thoughtless and lazy. You know what oh. I mean? Like, uh, um, it, it, in a way that's kind of, like, boring, you know? And, and, he, and, yeah, look, I think he's great, and I think, like, when he's when he can bounce off of someone who else who's, like, really compelling and he can do something with, it's, like, awesome stuff. But, like, mm -hmm. if he doesn't have that much to work with, and it, it does default into like bad football team go burr. And, um, you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, when it comes to this segment, amazing delivery. I, I didn't know the story guys that he was telling. So like, I legit, like I, I was like a guy like eating popcorn, like shaking nervous. Like I was like really invested in like where the story was going when he was saying things like, and then you pulled me and said, you have one minute kid. Tell me why I should hire you. And I'm like, Oh my God. And then what, what happened? What happened next? What happened next? And he's just like, you told me to go home and send you a promo. And I'm like, oh my God, and then what? Like I was, I was literally hanging on to every like part of the story. Cause like, I get, I didn't know, I didn't know about the story. Um, so it was just great stuff. What did you think of this whole thing, Alexia? I mean, I thought it was good. I really, you know, like Charlie said, like he does kind of like, I guess get a little bit repetitive sometimes. But for me, like every time, like he does, I'm like, He's, it still hits like every single time. I'm just like, damn, that was, that was good. That was mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, like the this past segment, I definitely think Regal washed him. Really? Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a way to go through it. Like, it's not just about like how you talk, how, how loud you say it, you know, but it's just about <laughs> the way you deliver it. Like Regal, like, I don't know. I think he's just like phenomenal. I'm probably just like really biased because I like Regal a lot. I, I do love Regal but, too. But he, he basically smirked at him and went like, "If an email is what had you this down bad, like, he, like he were mad weak, basically." Like, yeah. Yeah, he little broke him, which <laughs> yeah. I thought was great. You know, there's 
you he humbled him. He like he he humbled him. That's pretty much the the mm-hmm. what it was. And I just I really enjoyed that segment because I mean it kind of did, um, like I guess further up the storyline, which mm-hmm. is supposed to be Mox and um, MJF. But overall, I enjoyed it. Like you know, I can get uh, I can see where Charlie's coming from, or like oh the repetitive aspect of like every single promo oh this football team sucks oh this part sucks mid 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 but you know <laughs> ma, 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 mid. <laughs> yeah uh, uh manny you're not a promo guy you're not an angles guy you are a matches guy what did you think of this segment this segment fucking ruled i was uh i was all aboard i thought mjf cut the best promo this year mm-hmm. oh, i don't I know if it's true or not i i like i have you said these few weeks. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Martin, there's there's so many candidates. Because the only one I can think of besides promo of the year is just the one he cut on CM Punk when he made him choked him out and hung him. I don't know if that happened this year. What about the what about the yeah. Max AEW for Lord promo? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, I wrote a whole feature yeah. about that one. <laughs> I wrote a whole feature <laughs> about that. Yeah. Punch there's, a hole in the wall for it. There's a there's, there's the, the pipe. Yeah, I punched the wall the through it. Yeah, it's right there still. Yeah. So you got to fix the hole. <laughs> there's a pipe bomb on Tony. Uh, there's so many candidates this year. But, but then I the whole, yeah, go, go ahead, man. I might be in the minority, but I thought. After the promo, I was like, man, I don't know how Regal can top him. And then Regal topped him. I thought he topped him. And then I was mm-hmm. just like, fuck, man. Like, this, I, I might, I might vote this segment of the year. I don't know if, uh, I think I'm going to go Moxley promo of the year for the aid after the all out incident. And then mm-hmm. this segment of the year. Cause, yeah. man, this was just phenomenal. And I really want to see MJF and Regal match. And oh. I, I, know, I, I, know, uh, I don't want to hear, I know Regal can, I know Regal can still go. Because on his podcast, he said he had a match with uh, with uh, Fit Finley right Finley. before he got let go. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I know, I know, I know he can still go. You know that story, Hangman. Yeah, no, no, I don't know that story. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, apparently, apparently at the at the PC, not, not long before we left, he was like, uh, he was, they were demonstrating something and. Him and Finley apparently just thought fuck it and just fucking jumped in the ring yeah. and had like a ten oh, minute full on match. Like, that is so Yeah, beat the absolute shit out of each other. Yo, yo, we gotta do that shit. You know it'd be Art Monty. You know you would go four and a quarter on it. Like you'd be grinning ear to ear, just losing your mind. It's I just picture, from the like back, they're like right? they're just beating each other up, and then like MJF just busts Rigo open, and then like the whole BCC are just watching him. And he's like telling him not to get involved, and he just beats him with like the uh, brass knuckles. You guys, brass wanna, cinema. you guys want to? You guys want a hanger exclusive? Are you uh, going to wrestle? No, I, I, oh, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I was just going to say, uh, I, I didn't know if I was allowed to say this, but you know, it's been days since, and like no one, reported. bro, with two hours into a podcast, it's exclusive information. Oh yeah, well, that, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Like, um, I was going to say, like, I gave it a couple days, nothing happened, so I'm just going to say it. Like, who cares? Um. Minoru Suzuki and Fit Finley had a match recently. <laughs> he just rested. Is that why they took the picture? <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen Minoru Suzuki live this weekend. That's, that's awesome. I, w- w- when I was talking to the person, he said that he, he said I wasn't there. I was told it was awesome. Four and a quarter. <laughs> easy, 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 easy. I, I, I remember that. 
I remember a couple of weekends ago, I did like a deep dive on Fit Finley out of nowhere. He's awesome. You know, all these, all these handhelds for I found from an Irish indie he did, bro. <laughs> oh, he's so epic. Look, Finley's epic, bro. He's really he, he, one of the best wrestlers you can do with the other one. The Bro, hey, I'll send you the. I'll see if I can find the YouTube channel again. But he, I found one handheld of him wrestling Owen Hart. Mm-hmm. And like some Irish oh. indie bro, it was just so awesome. They were just like throwing punches at each other and just like freaking, they were doing rounds and everything. Bro, awesome. bro, here's the thing. When I was a kid, I just I just didn't think anything of him. Like I was like, yeah, this is funny. Oh, I loved him. Now when I watch one of my favorites. If if I was 20, if 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 I was like my current age watching Finley, like when he was wrestling, he'd be one of my favorites because he's just like he's just awesome, you know. He's just a tough bastard, you know. Um but yeah, man, uh, this MJF thing was awesome. The next thing on the show was hold on. Oh, what's up? Oh yeah, your your opinion. I'm sorry, Monty. What did you think you of know? this whole? This whole I didn't. I didn't bring. But let's talk about Regal a fucking hour ago. Just to <laughs> be, uh, sorry, I went on a whole Skipped over for fucking MJF lore right now. You know. Um, not Manny said it's genuinely one of the best segments I've done this year, probably ever. To be honest. Um, the MGF, the, MGF, the MGF criticisms are uh, a, outdated. No, no one say outdated. I'd say it's an interesting conversation, you know, because um, <laughs> like, yeah, he can be a bit predictable and tired and stuff. But for me, it kind of goes like a little bit deeper than that to the sense that I just think overall, like his vibe, and even though, like, yeah, he's still a great promo and stuff, but I just like he's so clearly playing a character. Do you know what I mean? Um, you don't have like the authenticity of certain other heels, you know? Um, he's like I said, he's so clearly like playing a bad guy, and he does that very well. But like I said, he's clearly playing a bad guy. Like, for me, just kind of. Misses that extra. Um, I wouldn't even call it conviction because, like I said, he plays that role well. But it's so clear that he's playing a role. Like we all know, like that's not him. Do you know what I mean? Like he doesn't blur the lines that well. I don't think, even though he always sticks in character, which it's not. That's not the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and obviously, like like pretty much all the things Charlie said, like he can be a bit predictable. His shtick can be a bit tired and almost childlike. You know, um, but like when when he hits, he hits, man, and he's clearly like he's clearly obviously like one of the greatest talents in the past fucking twenty years or something in terms yeah. of like potential and being this good and this established and this polished at such an age. But um, you know, if 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 you don't get criticised, he isn't gonna reach those potentials, is it? You know, um, you know, I see all the comparisons to people of yesteryear and stuff, and it's just you know, I think he's a one of one. To be honest, but yeah, I don't know. The doc said the segment was one of the best segments AEW has definitely ever done, especially this year. Um, MJF promo, obviously, it was loud, it was a bit long, um, but it was great. And obviously, he was telling he was telling a story, it had every right to be as long as it needed to be. Then, um, when Regal responded to him, it was like what Manny was saying, it was like, How is he gonna top this? And I don't know if he topped him. But he definitely met him on that level, and he came back with what he needed to say. Um, it, was, it was quite almost. I knew he was going to go down that route of, uh, oh yeah, that's what I was just doing that to motivate you. Yeah, yeah. 
course, mate. <laughs> you know, like, he, he, obviously, he obviously just didn't care, and he probably had like fifty indie wrestlers trying to email him at the same time <laughs> and shit. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, man, it was it was a great segment. Um, at the end, the the bit at the end where Regal was like sacrificing himself to him yes. was a bit, you know, it was a bit, you know. <laughs> that was a little, yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> that was a little, you know. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just a very Regal thing to do, so I can't really like criticize it. But it was I, a bit I, of... I, I was I was fine with it. Um, yeah, he, he, didn't, man. He, he, he didn't he yeah. didn't need to spread his arms out and turn around like that's a little stage, yeah. but eh, it, it's fine. Um, it's regal, like it's regal, regal, regal. Yeah, I like that actually. It was just more like a show, like yeah, that's what I fucking thought, you little bitch. Well, no, when I, when I, when I, <laughs> yeah. listen, Max, you know, Max couldn't pull the trigger, you know, and that's a very interesting thing for the story now because you have to interpret yeah. what does that mean. Um, I think it just comes down to like as much as he like bitches at these people, he still just wants the validation. Yeah, like that is a big part of his character, mm-hmm. and it was during the punk story. And I'm glad you can tell that from his character. But, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's 100 what he wants. I just love that he's got an extra layer to him now. Like this confliction with like, oh, is he gonna turn face or, yeah. you know, is he just like just general confliction with his own character at the moment? That's yeah. good because obviously he adds an extra layer to him and he can it's something he can get into rather than doing, you know, your sports team sucks, mid, blah, 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 you know. As so. much as I do criticise him, I do think he is one of the more interesting characters on Dynamite at the moment. And, like, stories like this really show it. He is the most interesting character on Dynamite. Rico should have slapped him. Yes. That, mm, it will come. I think it will be like after the <laughs> Me and Charlie open both this. The British is coming out of the three of you guys. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know? We had a backstage segment where Jay Lethal was standing across from Darby Allen. Oh. And <laughs> sorry, continue. Crazy Renee, duo. Renee, you know? Renee Paquette was backstage with Brian Danielson and Wheeler Yuta, and uh, she interviewed them. And the general point of this was uh, Wheeler Yuta is in his feelings. He is mad that Brian Danielson didn't see the Garcia turn coming, and he kind of was like, "Hey, man, I saw." I know that ain't who I think it is. What is happening? <laughs> We gotta do something like that more more often. Yeah, the, the bottom line is uh he was like, hey man, I saw it coming, Mox saw it coming, Paulie saw it coming. How did you not see it coming? Like, are you clouded and stuff? And he's basically like, hey man, like I looked up to you and like you know, you're basically called him a Garcia merchant and shit like that, and kind of just told him off and then like got up. What the <laughs> did did Alexia do that or did Monty do that? What did do? What? I don't know how Alexia did it. I think I forgot. You can change your background. Alexia, I just took a sip of my cherry colors. What is happening? <laughs> this is this is crazy. Listen, this it works. It works for me. Yeah. Sure. Um, I t- Monty, I tweeted out like a few weeks ago that um the full the full mem- the full four man unit of the BCC have never stood together in a segment. <laughs> That's awesome. 
I I wondered if oh look at that oh wait wait, wait I could do one better oh, <laughs> oh okay you got the Haiga hat on Manny looks Manny looks so unamused <laughs> oh I'm researching something right now but Manny got to talk about Blue Panther for the first two minutes and he hasn't been as alive since you know Blue Panther's great anyway <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to find out when. I'm trying to find out when male, male masquerades wore the shark mask. Oh, my God. Um, Fuck it up. <laughs> it and I can't find it. I just I just see Wait, product what? placement for me to buy one. If somebody knows what you wore, let me know. Because I'm trying to I'm trying to work on shirt design and I need uh, I oh, need, We, we ain't got, we ain't got historians in our love chat. They're all fucking... <laughs> Little fucking kids. Wait, what happened? What happened, Monty? What's going on in the chat? No, so no, and Manny was asking the chat for something about me and Mascara, and it's right. just like no, that, that, our love chat isn't gonna know that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I got, I got, I got, I got some dudes Mastermind. in here that know what's up. Maybe, maybe Mason, you, but not really. If any, I'm gonna repeat the question again. If any of y'all know where no Mascaris wore the shark mask, let me know what promotion he did it, and I can write it down. That is a deep cut. Um. Monty, do you think the BCC is going to split from Danielson? I tweeted, <laughs> don't insult my live chat. I'm sorry, Israel. Please forgive me. It's not, it's not, it's not hating, you know? I'm just, yeah. I, I, know, I know the talents that our Lord yeah, chat has. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Future history isn't, uh, it's not high on well, That's why I'm trying to bring that to the forefront of Russell yes. Peterson. Because I'm doing my yes. own research and I'm trying to. Money giving these niggas home. You know? Yeah, <laughs> giving people homework. Yeah, right. I, no, I respect it. Um, I tweeted a few weeks ago that like we have not gotten the four the full four person BCC ever in a segment ever like in in the ring together. And mm -hmm. I asked, I said, is that coincidence or was it intentional? And now we have Brian Danielson, you know, with some tension with Yuta, who's in his feelings. Um, I don't know what you thought of the segment, Monty. Um, I'm I'm not against the story direction. I don't know if it was intentional, but Yuta came off very whiny in the segment mm. you know, justified though so it's weird you know he the way he delivered everything just it felt really whiny like it, i don't know why it was just kind of like shut up bro like like what yeah but at the same know. time at the same time though like brian danielson bro like you've just been owned by a kid and you're still there sucking his dick like, come, <laughs> on, you know? come on brother you, you, you you're my idol no yeah he basically was saying like stand up bro like um yeah, uh, what do you, where do you think this goes, and what do you think of this, this story direction, Monty? I don't know where it goes. I'm just gonna let it play out. It involves yeah. uh, it involves talent that I like very much. I doubt that they uh, drive it off a cliff and do anything catastrophically bad. So, uh, you know, it's gonna produce good matches because, like I said, it's got great wrestlers in it. So, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens, man. Uh, it's not really something that has captured me in a way where i'm trying to figure out where it goes next like i'm interested in it but i'm not like completely like drawn in and mm. captured you know what i mean by it um i'm just kind of sitting back and gonna pop you know <laughs> <laughs> sitting back and gonna pop <laughs> that's awesome uh alexia your boy yuda he yelled at danielson and he walked out what do you what's your what's your uh what you're thinking here what's going on I'm not thinking. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so rude. I, I'm not thinking. 
I'm not thinking. I'm just, yeah, like, I'm just letting it, like, play out. I don't really know where, yeah, I don't know where it might go, but. Whoa, how did you do that? Did you just notice that she has a new background? Yeah, how would you do that? Wouldn't you do Yo, that? Yo, Manny is not real, bro. <laughs> Um, you know, you know that you know bro. that snap, that uh, that uh, TikTok filter where like people are getting scared because they think there's somebody behind them. Yeah, I thought that's what was like going on behind Alexia. You like, thought what, what, what? Kenny Kenny was in my house. Yeah, I don't know what you were doing. Like, how'd you do that? <laughs> you have a green sense. screen. The wrestle No, no, no. You no. can just do it on settings. This is great listening content oh, right now. Yeah. <laughs> And Manny incredible. figuring out how to do green screen backgrounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's terrific. Um, so. Have you lost where you was, Hangman? Yeah. We were talking about you? the Blackpool comment. Yes. Yeah, so here we go. Oh, what do you <laughs> think about the Yuda? Yeah. And there we go. There we go. There, yeah. yeah. I, I, Manny just now seeing Alexi's background when she's had it on for 20 minutes just like threw me a complete. <laughs> Like it was just like what, Charlie? What did you think of this? Um, I thought it was interesting. I think it adds another layer to Yuta's character because it just plays on the frustration he has of um Brian like consistently favoring Daniel over him, sort mm-hmm. of thing. Like mm. because of that, it's been like a background layer in a lot of the Yuta versus Garcia storyline. Yeah. Like a lot of people have picked up on it, but it hasn't been like a key factor on it because like. I think it was like before you even joined, Danny uh Brian wanted Danny to join mm-hmm. the BCC. And then Yuta was the one that got brought in for it. So mm-hmm. like it's something that's like just been like simmering in the background and it's slowly like building up. And I think that uh Yuta and Brian might have a blow off match at some point, which is something that I am looking forward to. Their, their match, their last match doesn't get talked about enough because the it was Moxie, really good because the Moxie one was a bit better, but the, yeah. the match yeah with Danielson was fantastic. Um, in fact, Monty, I'll tell you this, uh, unless I'm forgetting something, my favorite singles work from Danielson this year, and it, it is admittedly a bit of a more subdued year for him. My favorite singles work of him this year is the the stuff he he did with the stuff he's done with the Killers. You know, his matches yeah. with, with Moriarty, Garcia, and Yuta. I think that those are his best singles matches. They're, they're at least my favorites. So, yeah, you know, the, you, the second Hangman match was this year, wasn't it? So, I I was there live for that, and it's really great. Um, but I don't think it holds a candle to the, the one hour draw that they had. Personally. The one hour, yeah, that was like now that, 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 that was that was that was pornography. That's what I was. <laughs> I was saying, man. Yo, Monty. Like forty minutes in, I'm like, this is a six star match. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm like, this is like unreal. Um, but yeah, I, Charlie, you're you're correct. Uh, look, Wheeler Yuta, he's been seeking to join the BCC. You know, Garcia's being recruited. Yeah, there's a difference there, right? You know what I mean? And it's so, just not yeah, one hundred percent. It's interesting. Um, Dalton Castle got a pay per view entrance on on Tuesday. They gave him. Like, oh my god! Let's go! Let's go! You gotta do. You gotta do that with Dalton. Mm. You can't just have him walk out. I love music, his entrance. You know? They gave him an extravagant, oh. an extravagant pay per view entrance. I was your life for that. Love yeah, it's a wrong comment. What's on the you... We'll get to that later. Actually, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna starve. Mm-hmm. It. I'm gonna starve it for the after after Dynamo talk. 
Um, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Guys, we, guys, we have breaking news. Oh, shoot. Do we? Yes. Okay. Tonight, after the Westbrook podcast, oh, God. I will be live oh. with AO. AO is signed on for the Wrestle Purist. Okay. Re- when you say after. Uh, it's tryouts, bro. Are we talking like 10 minutes after or 5 a.m. and I can have a nap? Roughly 45 minutes after the podcast. So three hours later. So I can have a nap and still be there before it starts. Okay. 45 minutes after the podcast. I can have Big, a nap and still be there before it starts. Big AO will be there. Who are the scouts who are going to be reporting back to me? <laughs> I, need, I, need, I, need, I, need, I need scout reports off me. <laughs> Peach just said he'll be live tomorrow night. That is so true. I'm in Mexico City right now. Is, he, is it friendly my Listen, time? If you want to be a part of Russell Pierce in one way, shape, or in any way, shape, or form, podcasting, you know, writing, tonight's space is your opportunity. Show me what you got. Come we're looking promo. for. We're looking for. Um, Back up Sapolsky. We're looking for. We're looking for. Um, nil athletes only. <laughs> yeah, young, young, promising prodigies. We're not looking for no old indie workers. You know, we're not looking oh. for none of that. I'm gonna. Listen. I'm gonna because it's already two a.m. here in the UK, where mm-hmm. when Backup Hangman hosts the WrestlePurist Halloween month tryouts. Spaces. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna trust his. Um, I'm gonna trust his opinion. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, if Manny's around, he will be a oh, designated scout either. as well. Charlie will be there. If, if you if yeah. you sh- if you show out in this in this space, <laughs> you will absolutely be in the developmental Russell Pierce podcast video with Jamie. With Jamie, <laughs> are we gonna be? Are we gonna be like a uh, regal where we're looking for people under like twenty five and they have like in their workers? Ideally, ideally. 6'5", 2'7". Someone in the comments said someone is going to have their MJF level villain origin story tonight. (laughs) 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 Oh, bro. Hangman's going to be like, not tonight. That's incredible. We're going to get out. Go go out there and make a name for yourself. Make a name for yourself. He's going to tell him, hey, keep sending your features to Monty. Eventually get to him and Monty never reads them. (laughs) There's going to be a rival podcast in like this six months' crazy. time, and they're going to be like, I started because of I got rejected by Russell Purist. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, Isra says she'll also be their judge because she doesn't. Let's go. Yeah, we yes, got it. Yeah, we got it as well. Could you? Could you, you <laughs> how is it going to work? Hold on, listen. listen. Have, you be speakers, have, have you guys? Have you guys ever seen American Idol? Wait, you really, you're gonna get these people to cut promos, man. You're gonna be like, if you want to be a speaker, we'll press the mic. Yeah, thirty seconds, cut a promo, go. Stop practicing now. Could you just imagine? Oh, I forgot be... about that question, and I haven't been thinking about it. Someone said, "I still want to know Charlie's incredible handsome worker." I say, "Takeshi or Ibushi." Those are two very good answers. I forgot about that question. Yeah, the reason I asked Charlie is because the the reason I asked Charlie is because like WWE in their like process like currently when it comes to NXT they want like good looking they want good looking people and and the idea is like get a good looking person with the right look that that can be marketable and we'll teach them how to wrestle along the way Mm -hmm. right and I was thinking about it I'm like I'm like "Ah, you know that that's 
that's tricky. You know what I mean? Um, and I was, and it made me think like, okay, who, who is a good looking male? Who is like an incredible, like blow away worker, you know? Um, you might disagree with this because I've had your opinions on this man, but I still think Okada. No, Okada's a good looking guy. Okada's yeah, just no, Hangman said in the Discord the other day that we need to start a conversation about Okada. So I don't know what he was trying to cook there. But... Oh, bro, he's been cooking that. He's been cooking, that, nasty, <laughs> he's been cooking garbage. Okada contrarian. No, no, he's watched so many. You want to know? I think it is with Okada Contrarians. It's, it's, a thing, it's a thing that I've decided to brand people as now. They've seen the uh, Okada, you know, classic match. They've seen it too many times, you know, and I get it. Yeah. You know, I get it. I get it. I, sim- I sympathize with him, you know. Yeah, when when he has like when he has a good to decent match with a Jonah, <laughs> you, you have you have uh, you have Ash on the yeah. timeline saying it's one of the match of the year contenders, and then you turn it on and it's like maybe yeah. a four star match, and you're like, mm, um, well, Israel just said speaks in Love Island. I don't know how to explain it. That is because where I was raised is like just below London and or just above London actually, and that is like the stereotypical. Uh, well, they watch UK. Island. They watch UK Love Island in America. Yeah, yeah, oh, a lot of that. Americans do. That that is sad. That's what we should do. Let's watch Jersey Shore. Yes, yes, no. Not you, Hangman. Well, you're... No. <laughs> I mean, good. I've watched Jersey Shore. When I was young, when I was younger, I'd watch like uh, I'd watch when I was like fucking sixteen. You know, not even that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Can I can ask you guys a question. Marry a boy. Do you guys know who Eat is? Who? who? Yes. Who is he? I have, I have no idea who he is. <laughs> I don't know who this is. I he's just a, know he's like he's like one over my. They he has more streams than Michael Jackson, Adele. Uh, who? The. Who is Manny? Yeet has nine no million monthly Spotify listeners. Who is this person? Good for him. I I, 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 I don't <laughs> know if I'm. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm getting old or something, man. I sometimes people come out with these new rappers and stuff like they're oh, big. And, no, you should listen or, to Baby Tron. Hang on, I'm gonna mute for a second. Baby Tron. Dalton Baby Castle Tron. put on Chris Jericho for the Ring of Honor Championship, <laughs> and he had an extravagant entrance, and he had the boys with him, and the crowd was super into him, and the boys ran around the ring. And Taz decided to start healing on commentary, and uh, Jake Hager got his hat taken away, and so he started to beat the boys up. Mm-hmm. And Dalton Castle did a lot of shtick in the ring with Chris Jericho. He and did. They had a fun match, and the crowd was really into it. And Chris Jericho won. And then after the match, he wanted to attack Ian Riccoboni. Uh, he was stopped by Jerry Lynn, who was a former Ring of Honor champion, and he, Jerry Lynn was pile driven in the ring for his troubles. And that was the segment. Manny, yeah. real quick on that segment. When um when Chris Jericho started attacking Rick <laughs> I thought I thought they were gonna do my angle. I thought they were gonna do the angle. Oh, I've, been, I've been telling I've been telling Monty that as soon as they're gonna grab Igabani, Nigel McGinnis is gonna come out and like <laughs> oh, save I thought, everybody. Well. I thought it was I thought it was him coming out, then I saw Jerry Lynn. I put my face, I said, Oh man, Jerry Lynn and Chris Jericho, let's get let's get into this. But man, 
Chaz did not fuck with Dalton Castle at all. Until, like, <laughs> that, was, like, that was interesting. Like, he, just, he, he just started he healing did. really hard. Like, yeah, he did not fuck with Dalton Castle or the boys whatsoever until like the only time Taz got into him was once he started doing like the the suplex. uh, suplexes yeah, and then yeah. he started doing the crazy forearm exchange with Jericho and he says that's when he turned on him. But man, I just I, that's the only thing I took from that match was just Taz not liking uh, Dalton Castle at Bro, super unrelated, Monty, but it just reminds me because it's the same thing. Monty, did you hear how much Booker was just hating on Inofe and Blade on NXT last week? Bro, Booker T on commentary. It's <laughs> Incredible. Like, it's, oh, bro. <laughs> I'm talking like it's talking like it's Brian Danielson's just in, in the territory. But like, honestly, bro. like for people like me and Hangman who for some reason watch <laughs> NXT every week or catch up on it, it's you know, we see how like I won't even say like lifeless because they do try, if that makes mm. sense. But like how like how much it just don't hit certain weeks. Like now that you've got now that we've got Booker T. Booker T. Booker T is gonna deliver for man every single week, bro. Like, even if the wrestling is not good, like Booker I'm T. I'm gonna describe this to Charlie. Gonna... <laughs> Booker T is on NXT now, just... and he literally like he has never seen the show in his life, right? <laughs> and you hear him lie reacting. And he's openly like just telling you who he doesn't like as he's watching them, and it's so funny. This tag team, Idris and Ophi Malik Blade, are wrestling, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know what these guys are doing right now. I don't. I, you, you should just be worried about the rest of the. Hey, I, I don't like these guys, man. I don't like these guys. He's like, yeah, I just wouldn't. He's like, yeah, I just wouldn't do that. I would not do that. Yeah, you hear him when um. Bro, he just like he gets his catchphrases in this shit as well. Like, yeah. I still fear it. I still fear it. That's what he said. It. Like, like, Austin Fury came out at the end of the show, bro. Yeah. <laughs> when his music hit, he was like, Shuck it, ducky, quack, quack. Shuck it, ducky. That's the clip I saw. No, what? Monty, even funnier, he basically, without like breaking kayfabe, asked this one, asked the other guy during um when, when stacks Tony D's uh, you know sidekick had to wrestle Nakamura. Booker T basically said, "Yo, what's the storyline here? Like, well, how did how did how did we get here?" Like he basically <laughs> yeah. asked. He was like, "He's like, so why is this guy having to face the main roster guy? Like, what's going on?" And he's like, "Well, uh, he, he he fought Wesley, and uh, you know he wants to prove that he's uh, worthy of the dot." And Booker's like, "He's basically like, yeah, that don't make no sense." But he uh, he has like the same mentality. On NXT, but like Taz does, and then Calibre do on like on Dark, <laughs> you know, like it's very like it's almost like they're on a podcast. Like when he was watching, when he was watching Roxanne versus Rhea yesterday, like he was just popping, you know. Yeah, he, he was, he was <laughs> like, that's my girl right there. <laughs> I get, I get, I get that feeling. For, I get that feeling from Jr. Sometimes where Jr. does not know like who's on, who's signed to AEW, and he sees somebody for the first time, and he's like, even though they've been on the show before, like, oh my god. Like who is that? <laughs> like, like I remember he did that to Josh Woods. And he's yeah. like, oh man, whoa, this is cool. I mean, he, me they started too. putting him over. Every every big white man that appears on AEW, <laughs> Jim Roth is like, oh, that's pops in you. Um, New Japan girl asked me the same thing. I want to know yours too for who? The same question, yes, Charlie. And uh, mine is definitely Takeshita. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is a good tremendous one. wrestler. Sorry, I didn't mean to catch you. I was just You're fine. reading He's, up on the comments. I wanted to grow a beard. Mons um, yeah, no. and Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the real, yeah, an, the real answer. That is a very good answer. I think yeah. that's the real answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. I still yeah. like to party with WWE. Mm. <laughs> 
man. I just I, have you guys ever seen a clip of him in, in Tough Enough where he walks in like the PC and it oh. comes to like everyone in the confession and they're like, Roman's here, Roman's yeah. here. Oh my god, Roman's here. <laughs> that would have watched that clip. The thing is, that's before he had any type of swagger or sauce. Could you imagine him walking in the He's PC? He's always had sauce. No, you don't. Yeah. That's not yes. I don't know, man. Like, my girl. Like literally, mm-hmm. like she see she's seen pictures of Roman like before he like got you know like when he had the goatee and didn't and he yeah. didn't have the full mm-hmm. beard. She was, like, she was like, "Who the fuck is that?" Hey, Monty, could you man current Roman walking in the PC now just be like, "How's everybody doing? Y'all, y'all good? <laughs> y'all ready to work? Let's go get it." <laughs> just being I, can't, I, can't, I can't even imagine him being like that sort of like. Does he even know, you know what the PC is? is? He yeah, he doesn't watch the product. That man, that man, literally, he he was on a hiatus once, and he came back to smack, and he literally said, like, you know, I was on a private island with my wife for like two weeks. Like, so, yeah. Oh boy. But yeah, um, before we um, now go on. We'll, we'll finish finished on them all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, that was the ROH deal. Um, Love Dalton Castle. Yeah, yes. we we had a more Dalton on TV, please. Yeah, the baddies were looking for the baddies were looking for Nyla Rose, and Jade Cargill <laughs> said that she was gonna hijack Rampage if she didn't get her. Sound like a threat to me. I'm all for it. Sixty minutes of Jade Cargill, I will watch that. Brian Alvarez said on Wrestling Observer Live that if they did bother to do that, he guarantees you it would not be the lowest rated Rampage of all time. If she Absolutely just, I, not. I honestly think Monty, I think they would actually pop a number. It depends, yeah, it depends. Like, obviously, when you say hijack a show, like does that means like a million and one things that she could do. You know, mm-hmm. it could be like matches start and she just fucks them all up. You know, she just. If she uh, I can imagine like, a, Tony, a Tony Nice entrance. I think that would be incredible. Who's Tony? Who's Tony Nice wrestling? It's a uh, oh. him and Josh Woods wrestling eighteen. Oh. I think. Who? Is that a rampage match? I t- no, 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 it's, that's not the name of the team. Is I he acclaimed? The is he acclaimed? Oh, I That's just me being... No, it's the A-team. That's what she meant to say. That's what she meant to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, no, yeah, no um, that's a tag match that's happening. She can't interrupt that one because that has a story stipulation. Like They, they, they need to win that match to get the rights to Sizzle uh, again. You can just interrupt the interrupt. Oh, man. Could actually, you know what? If you want to prolong the storyline about them, you know, being banned from scissoring, you could do that. Where Jay comes in, she's like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on." This is like, this is like, (laughs) this is like, be this is like beyond false, you know. (laughs) No need to even say anything. (laughs) Backstage, Monty was telling me how, like, um, when he left his Tory meeting, he had to write a a, a, a Tory meeting. Yeah, he he was he was telling his other friend about how much he just couldn't stand Bianca Belair and Jade Cargill and stuff. That is crazy, bro. Oh, yeah, just pretend on on trying to dig me out for some of bro. I don't like many wrestlers in this world, you know. (laughs) You know, trying to trying to come at me about two of the wrestlers I actually like is very uh, it's a nasty (laughs) business, you know. That's Look, hilarious. Miguel, Miguel, I'm not really watching Lucha right now, but if I'm looking through my notes, I'm going to start either uh, Pirate Morgan or Sangera Chicana. You know, one of those. Like, John Moxley got attacked by Hangman Page during his entrance. Pop. And they brawled yes. around the crowd area. Hangman Page does a moonsault off a balcony. 
Pop. They brawl around the ring. John Moxley came out of the commercial break with blood in his face. Pop. He was wearing white fist tape like he was Terry Funk. Pop. They did a bunch of really badass counter moves. And then Hangman Page got knocked out on a lariat. <laughs> yep. That's yeah, that's the match. This was awesome um, for what it was. Yeah. I was really into it. <laughs> yeah, it was. I it knew was incredible. I, I knew going in that like that's what happened, which like was really upsetting because as I'm watching it, I was like, this match is so good. <laughs> it's so freaking good. Um yeah, I was really enjoying this for the time being. It got cut short. We know now that Hangman Page is okay, which is great. Great news. Um, this must have been so terrifying to watch live when you didn't know if the guy was even alive. Um, you know, I saw a bunch of tweets as I was at work about him not moving and being unresponsive and shit like that. And I was like, oh my goodness. Um, mad scramble. They ran to the, the Dynamite card for next week and the Rampage card. Taz was really shooken up. Uh, they got... They got um, Hangman out on the gurney, and Moxie cut a promo about, like, you know, this being a, a dangerous game, wrestling, that is. Uh, he calls MJF out. MJF teases cashing in the poker chip. He chooses not to. He runs back up the stage. He gets a microphone, and he says for the first time in his career he's going to do the right thing. And he declares full gear as the destination of his championship match with John Moxley. And we went off the air with them going back and forth and having that match set up. Um, Alexia, what did you think of AEW's handling of, of Hangman Page's injury and everything that happened in the preceding eight, like eight minutes or so? Um, I think they overall they did a really good job, in my opinion, in handling it. Um, you know, there was like that little awkward like few minutes where it's like they know what's going on, but like I feel like once they they're like, okay, this is like you know serious, they um they handle it the best way they could obviously like you could tell by commentary the way they were like talking they were like okay you know but man like it's kind of unfortunate the way like mox is always put in these awkward situations like um but he did a really good job at like you know mm -hmm. just talking and you know not making it like i guess not as not saying like he didn't like make it as serious as it should have been, but, like, he did a good job, you know, at, like, reassuring. Keeping it moving. Like, yeah, yeah, keeping it moving, this like, reassuring the crowd. Yeah. I totally agree. I thought, I, Monty, I honestly thought the handling of this was incredible. Yeah. Because um, it, it's, it's, it was so well done that you would have thought that it was all planned and it was a work and um, this is just what was supposed to happen because – it, it shows you how great he is as a talker that like he could just casually just be like this is what it means the blood the sweat the bones wrestling ah it's a tough game i'm dangerous mgm come out here and they just and they're going back and forth and it shows you also that wrestling is not that hard when it comes to cutting promos and stuff you don't need seventy thousand writers like you know typing in a college thesis mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. you really don't moxie off the cut is just like like fuck you i'm gonna i'm gonna kill you you know and mjf is just saying his shit and it works it was perfect i, I thought f bomb drop was great I, yeah. is that what he said because so on my feed moxie got bleeped like seven times yeah, yeah, yeah. there was um yeah. there was a few yeah we've done my two yeah no there was um what did say? What there was a few say? there was a few production there was a few lot like, production errors because obviously yeah. it was a bit of madness it, like graphics popping up it was like there was that point where there was just a random pink light that hit the ring. Then Moxie's yeah. mic yeah. was Moxie's mic was quiet, and he thought it wasn't working. So when he went to speak into <laughs> it, he stopped, and he was like, "Oh, 
<laughs> these shows fucking falling apart. Um, like, this is going downhill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's the one. Um, he obviously he dropped an F bomb as well, but it was just so you know, like, Max just dropping it. Max just dropping. Yeah, this is Max being most. Yeah, I it, honestly, I thought that the like it was astonishingly well handled in terms of how they just went to the next thing uh, to the point they where like they, this had to have been planned like that ending maybe yeah. not to that amount of time or it was planned to happen at least a week from now i think this, the general setup of mjf teases cashing in and then decides to quote unquote do the right thing and earn it and then challenging mox for full gear i'd imagine that was always the plan to happen at some point on one of the shows right and either either they just went to it early on this show and it was supposed to happen maybe in the last two minutes rather than six, or it was planned for like a week now. And Tony said, fuck it, we'll do it. Shoot the angle now. Do the angle now. And he's like, okay, cool. Um, yeah. It came off very, very clean. Um, really well done. Uh, as we as we all like agreed, the match was awesome before the, the yeah. stoppage. Um, um, what's up? I just want to say, I can't remember who the ref was in that match. But the fact that they caught that Hangman landed awkwardly, like straight away, was like really good. And I think they just handled it incredibly yes. professionally. I agree. Totally agree. Um, Manny, did, what were you thinking watching this thing live, man? Uh, sucks. Yeah, I mean, that was a work, you know, just. Uh, <clears throat> wait, wait, what are we talking about? The match? Are we talking about the. Everything, everything. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm distracted by the Sixers game. Uh, I guess it's cool that they they announced a match. Is this, this is the first time they've announced a, a world title match this laid out into like a pay per view? I mean, it's not really laid out. It's like wait, four gears like four weeks away. What are you talking about? CM Punk versus Monty was set up in the final week. No, I mean this early, like because I, oh, I don't remember early, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember last time like a main event match for AEW pay per view was like uh, announced this early. You can just move on. I'm, I'm like lost in thought right now. This game, this game is pretty great. Monty, what are your thoughts on how everything was was was, was presented on TV? Uh, they they worked with what they had given to them. Obviously, it was a very unfortunate situation. And other than the couple of you know, little production hiccups. They uh, navigated themselves through it pretty, you don't want to say seamlessly because one of their top stars got knocked out and carried off on a stretcher. But, right. you know, uh, like I said, considering the situation, they uh, managed to toy the episode together without it actually completely falling apart, even if it was for the uh, production thing. Hopefully, Hangman gets better, like, cleared better as soon as possible. Yeah. Luckily, he wasn't seriously, seriously injured, even though concussions are definitely no joke. He could be mm-hmm. back next Wednesday. He could be back next year. You know, you never know. Um, hopefully, it's, hopefully, it's the former, you know. But, you know, AEW handled it well. Um, I was kind of worried that they weren't going to put out a statement. By the time I went to sleep, they didn't put out the statement. Um, I think they put it out at like five thirty a.m. our time. Yeah, it was, like, out, but, which, it was out before I went to sleep. And that yeah, was like it was, half five it was, yeah, it was like it was like midnight um, Eastern time over there. So you know, um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, um, good stuff. <laughs> we 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 
on behalf of, of uh, Russell Pierce, <laughs> wish Hangman Page the best in his yes. recovery. He's got a tremendous. couple. Got a couple, couple, couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always gonna talk. Um, about I'm just like, see your reaction. I'm just. Wait, it's because okay. Hangman's being a menace. Well, I mean that too, but it's something else. Anyway. This was just the hangman. Anyway, like, children. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, thoughts on the Athena squash on Dark ruled or thought it ruled so much. Same. I haven't watched the full oh, but the clips I've seen looked incredible. See? Real wrestling, yeah. Yeah, real grabs. Uh, Manny pointed it out, even though Manny's like D he looks deep in some research right now. I'm gonna let him well, carry uh, I'm just going off by this <laughs> AEW tweet. And um <laughs> Manny has phoned it in for the last two hours. No, no, like this AEW tweet's like throwing me off. It says like they're gonna do like a Roosh and Princeton, like a Princeton Vance interview tonight. But then it says twenty four hours. This is live Stop. on YouTube. Oh, wait. Wait, now you're confusing me. See, this is what happens when we let Manny talk. Yeah, he just starts like he he, he reacts to everything on he reacts to everything on the timeline. Sometimes it's not tangentially related to anything we're talking about, and it's very confusing. So it's what he does, you know. But uh, lot Manny was saying on Twitter yesterday, it's like a lot of these people who were moaning about the Athena match and the, the Athena Jody Fret match on Dark were like, you know, jobbers from yesteryear <laughs> stuff like that. It was never really anyone with any uh, weight to it. Um, it was, you know, I, I thought it was a nice little squash, you know. I thought Athena's performance kind of rule. That was a nice piece of business. Alexia's losing a mind. No. <laughs> what is happening right now, man? Don't worry. Don't worry about it. She just disappeared. Yeah, yeah, we got, we got people, we got people doing gossip. Mid- yeah. no, can, we fin- can, we finish this, can we finish up this podcast? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm listening Lena? to you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, you guys are so. Athena, cool. Athena rules. Man, yeah, yeah thank you super chat. That, 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 that's the conclusion. Yes. Shout out um, to right, everyone pay attention. Which impossible dream match would you guys rather see? Brian Danielson versus Kurt Angle or Brock Lesnar versus Vader? Oh my god. Um, Manny, you gotta pick one. My shirt is already off. I'm gonna go Brock Vader, uh UWF rules. But Alexia, pick one. Uh Brian Angle. Charlie. Brian Angle. Hanger. Whose Alexa just went off? When I said your name, then it went off. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> uh, Hanger, what are you picking? 2006 Kurt Angle versus Brian Danielson of, out of any any period of the last like 15 years would be the best match of all time. More like ROH champ, Brian Danielson. Yeah, I'm, I'm still picking Brock versus Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Monty, Brock has to bust out the shooting star. Yeah, bro, that, that just fucking <laughs> Vader's gonna do those weird wrist punches that he does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get 90s Vader. Vader. I'm gonna get 90s Vader and put him in there with 2003 or four Brock, you know, or UFC Brock, you know, one of those give me, two. Give me Dr. Death Steve Williams, all Japan era versus Brock Lesnar. And um, this is something that's definitely worth. This isn't a super chat, but someone brought it up earlier. 
Um, rest in peace, Kevin Nash's right. son. So, unfortunately, um, as reported by Sean Ross, uh, Tristan Nash, the son of Kevin Nash, has unfortunately passed away. He was only 26 years of age. We don't know what the cause of death was. At, uh, what the cause of death was at this time, but um, yeah, man, obviously it's heartbreaking news. Condolences to his family and loved ones, of course. Um, when someone, obviously, he was only 26 as well, which is kind of like in our age range. Um, so that always <laughs> makes it kind of like more. It's harder. It hits yeah, you know, like when it's someone your own age, and it's like I couldn't even imagine being in that place, you know. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, man. Obviously, like I said, condolences to his loved ones and friends and stuff. Um, really tough, man. It's a tough year for Kevin, man. He lost his best friend earlier this year in Scott Hall, and that was son. So, um, yeah, you know, my our, our sympathies are with him. Yeah, man. Kevin. God bless Kevin Nash, and obviously, uh, there's been a lot of tweets of support heading out to him and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, everyone, you know, keep him in your thoughts and prayers for now. Because Lorca Anger just said he's had a uh, he's had a rough year, you know, mm-hmm. to, say, uh, to say the least. Yep, to say the least. But um, yeah. Any what else has gone on in the wrestling world? Nothing too, nothing else to it. Uh, special, to be honest. Was, was that the last of the super chats? Um, I think so. Manny, how's your um, how's your Hall of Fame ballot going? It's been bad. It's been bad. I I, I said <laughs> by the end of this week. It's been bad. <laughs> by the end of this week, I said I was gonna get be done by uh, the Mexico section of this uh, observer, and I spent the last four days watching Octagon and El Santo matches, and it's uh, it's I was only supposed to watch three, and it's it's been it's been down bad. Uh, I'm going to start my next two guys soon, and then I'm deciding whether I'm going to watch. I'm going to go into Japan next or the U.S., and uh, I think I'm going to go to U- the Japan side first because I'm not really that interested in going to U.S. yet. <laughs> bit of breaking news who, who, on the who, scroller. Who, who would you have looked into from the U.S. side? Who's on your docket? Is is it, is it? Oh oh oh! Wait wait! It's uh, JYD and like Orndorff and stuff, right? Yeah, Edge and Randy Orton, and Slaughter. I I just watched uh, man, a match I think you would love. I just watched the No DQ match between Edge and Eddie Guerrero from 2002 SmackDown, and it's like pretty amazing. And I had just watched it for the first time in years, and uh, it's it's easily like one of the best Edge matches ever. So there you go. I'm really excited um, to go into Pirate Morgan because if you guys don't know. Pirate Morgan, uh, crazy. somebody threw. I think the story is somebody threw a chair at his eye, and he lost his eye. It got, got knocked out of his head, so now he just wrestles with one eye, and that's why he got the name oh. Pirate Morgan. That's oh. awesome. Uh, don't report hangy fashion. Uh, I will now drop this Lock PSA it. to everybody. If you guys love me and you value me and you love what I bring the rest of yours, um, follow at hang. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. Hi, lady. Well, anyways. He, he, he can't, he, I ain't letting him drop those promo okay. about hanging this, fashion in these. Follow the account, and when you do, you just make sure. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I want to put over a wrestler. <laughs> so, um, there's a wrestler called Leon Slater who's been big on the British Indies, who's making his US debut for GCW next month on the 20th of November. His name's Leon Slater. 
and you should all support him because he's just recently turned 18 and he is incredible. He's so good for his age. Oh, yes. of course, of course. If you like Nick Wayne, oh. you're more likely on Slater. Well, we're wrapping up and getting our plugs in. Uh, Ayo, yeah. obviously, many of you know in the live chat, tune in tomorrow for the A show. Uh, Unpurist on top, 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, Jeff Hardy face paint this week because oh people love to send in super chats to tell these guys to wear face paint. And, you Can know. we get this out of this week, please? <laughs> Listen, bro. There was no like solid plan for him to do anything this week, but someone mm-hmm. just dropped a hundred dollars on him and said, "Yo, just party face paint," and then we just thought, "Well, shit." It was a good friend of ours. It was Antonio. So shout out to you. You are wonderful. Yeah, shout out to Antonio. Shout out Antonio for the Tony, Jeff Hardy are... face paint. Shout out Mia for the uh, Sting face paint. Yes, yeah. Mia. <laughs> Shut up, Manny celebrating. He's a what you watching? James Harden. Is it football, basketball? What we watch? I'm watching basketball. Uh, James Harden just uh, took the lead. What's the score? It's uh, 86 84, Philly up two. Who are they playing? What does this mean? Uh, Milwaukee, (laughs) right? Bro, I'm like, basketball is much easier to understand than football. So if you've been able to, I don't even understand. What, what James Harden did this quarter is legendary. He, he got them back up 10 points. Slay. He got Slay. No. I saw a tweet from a girl the other day. I saw a tweet from a girl the other day where she quote tweeted like an athlete that she thought was attractive and she went, go sports. That's me. <laughs> I mean, that tweet wasn't me, but that's me. She's like, go, go cowboys. sports. Go Cowboys. Big up yeah, sports, sports are pretty good. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's, let's wrap this. Let's wrap, let's wrap yeah. this. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was, I was, I was just about to do the outro, man. So you gotta, you gotta be cool. smooth, man. Just trust in me, man. Listen, guys, it's been a fun podcast. If you have not, there's, we've had over a hundred people watching throughout this entire thing. Please like the video. Please like the video. Please like the video. Like the video. <laughs> drop a comment when the video is posted. Um, if yep. you're not subscribed, to Russell Pierce, please subscribe, to Russell Pierce. Um, be sure to. Subscribe and do all that fun stuff again after oh, later today. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. Oh, oh, oh listen, I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Thank you so much for all that, guys. The feedback's been great. Um, this has been episode 50 of Russell Pierce. Yeah. The Russell Pierce Big Podcast. Five zero. Big five zero. Appreciate everyone five here. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> sing. Let's sing happy birthday on our way out here. No, 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 can I play this El Santo song? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Charlie. Happy birthday to you. On Purist Podcast tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern. Peace out, love, subscribe, like, all that good stuff. So. Leave a comment.